Are they fresh? I guess so. Mm. As fresh as a 7-Eleven taquito could taste. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. Fresh it's the Invincible Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hello, welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into issue 140, the latest issue of Invincible to come out. Uh, we've got some Invincible-related news and updates to talk about. We've got some emails from you guys. And uh, then our fan spotlight is Jordan Gilbert. We're going to be talking to him later. Um, then at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we've been reading, watching, and so on. Uh my name's Ryan. Joining me today is TJ. Hey, it's TJ. And Bill. Hi, it's good to be back. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good? Doing really good. Football is back. Yes, it is. Football is fucking back. So nothing has changed in my life. Yeah. No. Uh, interesting topic. What's that? Mike Barrett sent out an invite. I know him. I am in three fantasy leagues, one of which oh, is Invincible... Fantasy football. Yeah, how you doing? How does it? that work? I have I won my first week and I lost my second. But here's the thing: when I drafted, I was at Fan Expo, which we'll talk about later, and I did it like in my hotel room. It was the first time I ever drafted from the app, uh-huh. and I didn't. It was kind, it's kind of a weird league, and I didn't know so you, what you're the players. Is you're already making excuses. No, no, I won <laughs> one, but I will say my team was garbage because I didn't know that there are two quarterbacks mm-hmm. that you choose. Two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex, which the flex doesn't include a running back, which is that all of that is kind of strange. Is the flex anything like a waiver wire? No. That is not even close. I don't know anything that you're saying right (laughs) now. I don't know anything about fantasy football. And I just like like waiver wire. I think it's a funny word. Waiver wire? What's waiver wire? Waiver wire is two words. Two words. The waiver wire. (laughs) The waiver wire (laughs) is where all of the players are. It just they're just there. All the players that nobody on any team wants. Okay. And then let's say something happens, like so it's fucking. Like a fence. They might go to one side of the fence. Is all, that why it's called a yeah, wire? Yeah, exactly. They're all, they're all. It's dodgeball, and you're the captain. Oh. If you have lost the most, like if you're at the bottom, and you've you you suck. You have the lowest score out of everybody. Do you understand this? Sports. Then you have to, you get the first pick out of anybody off the waiver wire. So let's say no one wants this running back because he's the backup running back for uh, the Bills. Mm-hmm. And then LaShawn McCoy goes down. All of a sudden he becomes valuable and everybody wants him. You, you're the Sean worst. McCoy. You have the. T- <laughs> what? <laughs> I just said LaShawn McCoy oh. going down like he always does. <laughs> he does. You know, I don't, I don't had know. you had you told us about this this that you were going to talk about before the podcast, I would have been like, Vito. <laughs> no. No. How many people Football. are on the Invincible uh, Fantasy? It's a 10-man league. Nice. So yeah. it's it's 10 people that, that love Invincible. All love Invincible, yeah. But that are doing... That's, that's actually really cool. I thought originally what you were going to say is that like you pick Invincible characters to like... Oh, like you like get like, an yeah. like you get yeah, like a theme, like an invincible theme. That would My be, name that would be too cool. is Levy's Invincibles. Me being a Miami Dolphins fan, Le- 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 Levy's oh, Invincibles is a callback to issue sixty, 
but Invincibles is spelled I-N-F-I-N. Fins. Oh, the fins. Fibbles. Get it? Get it? Do you get it? Get it. Wow. So this is what happens when we miss a week. It's fucking uh, hot in here. It is hot in here, and it just started. Um, we missed a week last week. Sorry about that, everybody. We, we've been doing this for over a year and a half, and we've never missed an episode. Why did we miss a week, Ryan? Because I hurt my hand at work. Uh, I was using a piece of equipment at work, and I stabbed my finger, like, palm area, and it cut a tendon... So what I thought was maybe a couple stitches on the night that we were supposed to record ended up um, needing to go to the ER and all that crap. And then the day we would have released an episode, I had to go into surgery to repair the tendon. And now I have to wear what looks like a boxing glove on my hand for three weeks. It does look like a white boxing glove. Is it a cast too? Is it a hard cast? Yeah, it's hard underneath. Oh, wow. But it's only right there. It's not on the underside. Oh, gotcha. So it's just you know this. what's cool is I can do this. Oh, that yeah, feels so I can. good. And oh, I love stretching my hands You know out. what else I bet you love can doing? It? Writing, uh, brushing your teeth, can you scratch taking your a nuts? shower. Oh, you have to do that left-handed now. Everything's left-handed now. Oh, that probably feels so pretty annoying. interesting. It's so annoying, man. But it's, it's taken some getting used to. The worst part is Destiny 2 just came out a week ago, and I've been playing a lot of that, and so I haven't gotten to play too many video games with this, so... That's a bummer, but Katie's been awesome. She's been doing a lot around the house and helping me out and everything. But sorry about missing the week. We should be good now. Um, it's just uh, you guys are going to have to learn how to edit. So uh, Pass, hard pass. Oh, no. Noses. Uh, other things that happened this week. Uh, the cover to Invincible 143 was released. The second to last issue was released. Bill, did you see it yet? I didn't. You didn't see it? Oh, mm-hmm. so we're going to get no. your live impressions. Maybe I did see it. TJ, you're going to pull it up? I can pull it up. I can pull, pull it, it out. Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't know. I think I like it. Now, Bill, before you see it, I love do you have it. any guesses? Don't show them yet. Do you have any guesses who was going to be on the cover? We didn't even talk okay, about that. Okay, Robot was, is on 142. Two. Yep. Who's on 141? Uh, um, uh, Tara. Okay, so Tara's, Tara's that one, Robot. Yep. And then, so the one after that. Um... Who's left? I was so confused. I was trying to think of people that it could be. Fucking. I, well, could it actually be Rex out of the robot gear? No. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It could have, but it, it's yeah. not that. I uh, I would have guessed Monster Girl. Yeah, but she's not, not major not enough, big enough, though. Ready for this? Alan. No, he was on one he already. He was on one. Yep. Oliver? No. No? no go not. ahead. Go ahead. Thrag? Right. Go no. ahead and show him, TJ. Marky? Yeah. Interesting, right? And everyone looks fucking sad. And what the... Who's in the fucking... Oh, is that Mark? Okay. With short hair? So, I think we all did that. We were all like... Uh, who's I thought, in his costume? I thought it was bulletproof again. I thought it was bulletproof. Yeah, but, but it's Mark. Look, it's Mark. He's white. He's, he's white. Yeah, but then you look closer and his hair's short. So I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose his hair in the fight with Rag. But then, if you look back at the 142 cover with Robot on the cover, he has long hair in that. So these covers don't necessarily reveal anything. Like they always give us the general theme, and we've talked about that in the past. That you know they don't necessarily spoil anything for the matter. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was interesting. Oh, Marky's sad because of Anissa. We talking about his Dirt. shirt. On Mark's Marky's shirt. There's a shark. Grizzly, grizzly shark. shark. It says GS. Yeah, that's cool. I see. I think that's cool that they Ollie got, got let, grizzly yeah. shark onto a cover of Invincible. That's awesome. Yep. Love that. Well done. Um, no, I think it's pretty cool. So what do you guys think um, 
I guess segueing into that's a way wait, better. Wait, 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 be widely overlooked. Fucking immortal. Yeah, is on the cover. Like prominent too. I think they're gonna start setting some shit up. They, I mean, obviously this is one forty three, so they have to. But I think that this is going what to if, tie in. What if the series ends on the biggest question that we've always had, and that's how it's, it's gonna not going to end as a question? Was immortal on the cover to the no. robot one as well? Was no. he one of the people fighting in the background? Uh, I don't know. I would think so. I would think um, so. We should, you'd think we'd have these photos uh, ready to go here. Um, Garbage truck on fire. That's right. Uh, let's move it into... We can keep talking about the covers, though, because this kind of has to do with it. New York Comic Con is going to be over... Well, happening when we release our next episode. In fact, we might be recording it, unless we record on that Thursday night. Um, basically, October 5th. That's the night of Kirkman's panel at New York Comic Con, right? And you think they might release... And his panel is called Walking Dead, Invincible, and Beyond. So he's going to talk about Invincible. In Can fact, I say in, it? Can I say it? Say what? Penvinci Pals. We're going to talk one? about what he says in Penvinci Pals. Let's talk about it at the end. Unless right. you want to talk about it now. I don't right. know. You got it open. Are you talking about right, fucking? Did you read Penvinci Pals? I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said that once Invincible ends is when Invincible in other mediums is really going to take he off. He says, uh, yeah, he says, I have a sense that after Invincible, the Invincible series ends is when things are going to get really crazy in other mediums. Stay tuned. So, New York Comic Con, two weeks away, there's a panel that he's going to be talking about Invincible. We think we're, we're going to see the cover to 144. I think, I think we're going to see the covers I to think 144. That's what I don't want. I want to see the main cover. Maybe one variant, and then him say, there'll be more variants, we'll reveal them later. Like, we're still four months out. I don't think... Like, uh, I think we'll get the number of how many those are going to be, though. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think we're going to get... I don't think we're going to see the cover. No? I no, think we're 100% going to see I disagree with you. I'm confident about <laughs> Really? Yeah. I think I think we're more likely to hear stuff about the movie. There has to be something or for the comic. Or a video game more than seeing the, the cover of the comic I book. I would bet five bucks... We don't have to do a bet, but I am 0% sure that we will not get a single thing new what? about the movie. You're 0% sure? 0% sure we won't get anything about the movie. So that means you're not sure early. at all? Uh, never mind. Okay, you're Zero, 100% no. sure? Yeah, 100% sure we'll we're see. not getting anything about the movie. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Just the last time, it's like, yeah, we're still talking about the general, what it's gonna be like. It's still so, so What if they do? What if, what I if think they're going, the casting? I think they're There's going... There's still no casting. There's no script. How do you know? Because they're still talking about the general outline. Like, I think... You know, you, I, unless they're lying. Can I... No. Can I? Captain interrupting. Can Go I? Ahead, TJ. Can I? Uh, so obviously they're going to talk about the movie because people are going to ask about it. But I think beyond that, I think that they're that they have something planned to talk about. But I don't think that anything is going to be revealed or unveiled or like casting yeah. or anything like yeah. that. I, I think that I he's going that... to openly talk about how there are a lot of good ideas flowing. You yes. know, nothing new. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I disagree. Um, I, however, though, Bill, I feel like there's a better chance of maybe something video game video game related. Yeah, popping up. There will. I am telling you now. It may not be at New York City Comic Con, but within six months we will get. And this is. I'm being exact here. Bold predictions. It will be Telltale within six months. Wow. 
Telltale video game, six months. Mm. Uh, I don't know enough, I, because I think that that's the safe bet. I think that that's where they would go with it. Telltale normally goes very popular, like, oh, Guardians of the Glo- the Galaxy is the fucking biggest thing in the world. So they, they made a fucking video game of it. Mm-hmm. And it, I hear it was not good. I, I think Matt's playing it. I, I had the know. season pass because I was like, you know what? I play Telltale games. I'm just going to get the season pass and stop paying like $5 yeah. more than what I would. And I have. I started the second episode, but I'm just not like, meh. Like, well, I feel like once you've done one, you've done Telltale literally games? all of them. I know. I remember I couldn't fucking wait for The Walking Dead, the very first yeah. season they came out with. I couldn't wait for the new episodes. And now I'm just like, oh, whatever. That's the thing. I will tell you this. I was going to save it for later, but being that I can't play video games with my right hand. I finally started playing Tales from the Borderlands for, from Telltale. <gasps> and it's really good. I'm Dude. three out of five episodes in. Um, that being said, I feel like the comedic gold and writing that's so good is, I feel like, a little wasted on a Telltale game because I'm just so exhausted from Telltale games. But that being said, I'd still love an Invincible Telltale game. I just, I'm kind of hoping for I something I do feel more. like they've changed to where they really just go after the major things in pop culture so? obviously Walking Dead they're, Guardians of the Galaxy they're doing a Wolf Among Us Batman. season 2 Batman yeah like they are doing it's a Wolf about Among fucking time do you yeah, remember how that, that one was ended? like their yeah it's like their second or whatever yeah, that was their um, it was it was right after Walking Dead it was right other, after Walking Dead other than a game or something that like that uh, I could totally see us um, getting another or two more action figures did you get to... Yeah, I think that's definitely going to happen. This is I very important. I mean, Alan, I at least said it was going to happen. I could see an Alan yeah. or an this, Adam Eve. This is very important. Um, I forget what episode it was in, but were they riding the robot yet? <laughs> yes, that did happen. It was the very bro, good. Bro, bro, yes. bro, 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 bro. And Tales from the Borderlands. Cuts to her we telling the story. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah, that, that was wasn't really a while good. ago. It was two minutes ago. Do you think they're going to uh, reveal uh, action figures? Yeah, Otley said that there was more... He said that they're coming. Yeah. coming. Yeah. Kind of off the record. What, um... What, uh, who do you think it'd be? Eve. I think it's going to be, definitely. I think it's going to be the main four. Yeah, Eve, Nolan. Who's, think, who's the main four? Invincible, Eve, Nolan, and Alan. Okay, no, uh, Greg, I would say Alan no, too. No, not no, I would no, say so, so four heroes, no villains, huh? Maybe Conquest. Maybe maybe they would do Conquest. I don't think it would be Conquest. If, I robot. think if it's a villain, it would be, it would be Thrag. I think it'd have to be Thrag, yeah. I'd want it to be Conquest. Over Conquest? Yeah, you're crazy. Then again, no, look I'm, at the, uh, the I'm maze. not saying I like Thrag more than Conquest. Right, I'm but... saying that Thrag was a like an outrageously bigger part of of Invincible as a title as the comic than fucking Conquest. Ice. How about a robot? How about an uh, evil robot or a robot with an evil variant? That would work. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't buy it. I'd buy it because I want. I want everything. That It'd was be, the quickest let, turnaround in history. Me, I wouldn't buy it. I'd buy it. I'd buy it, but it would be. Let me rephrase. It'd be the out of all the things that they could come out with, it would probably be the last thing I'd buy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on with conventions. TJ, how was Fan Expo Canada? Awesome. That was like two weeks ago, I think. It was very much fun. I got a lot of commissions that I'll post on the site mm-hmm. that are Invincible related. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Jim Lee, which is kind of a cool story. That is pretty cool. Because I had him sign. Uh, issue Invincible issue 51 which he did the cover to you did choose that one I did good that I was a smart one. decision well, well actually what was cool was I, I paid I paid for like a meet and greet with him uh, where he could sign it's, he signs three different things um, so I chose the hardcover um, full compendium of Hush uh, I have this gigantic poster that I got matted on a, on onto wood 
or mounted onto wood that I had him sign that from Hush, and then issue 51. Did he say anything about the the big poster? Uh, I put it up, and I was like, sorry to be an asshole, and like, kind of like, because it was gigantic, and I put it up on the table, and he was like, oh, no, that's cool, and he like, gra- he's like, oh, this is the poster, because I had it, like, not facing him, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, this is the poster, he's like, I have this, and then he like, kind of grabbed it, and he was like, shaking it, he's like, but what is, and I was like, oh, I had it mounted onto, onto wood, he's like, this is beautiful. I was like, oh, thanks, Jim Lee. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then How did you carry that around with you? I had to walk from my car all the way through the convention. The convention was on the... This is like a four and a half foot long. Yeah, like, yeah. This is it's not, and it's heavy. It's, it's heavy. It's probably it's 30 pounds. It's extremely heavy. 30 to 40 pounds. I carried it all the way from my car, all the way clear across the building. Like, literally, it was on the other side of the building. Took it in there, leaned it up against the wall, you know, like... Went up, got it signed. After the signing, I had to take it all the way back to my car. It was insane. I would be terrified of walking with it and having it like hit Get a corner. Scratch. That's why I had something. it faced out somewhere. I had yeah. it, I had it facing towards me. But anyways, I had him sign uh, Invincible Fifty One, and I asked him. I was like, "So, have you read any Invincible?" And he goes, "This is issue fifty one, right?" And he go, and, he, and I go, "Yeah." And he's like, "I've read issue one through 50. He's like, "I didn't even read this one. <laughs> I didn't even read fifty one." And he said, "I don't remember much from it, but I remember being insane, and I liked it a lot." I was like, you should definitely go back to it. He's like, I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. He's on like six titles right now in DC. I'm actually surprised he read one through fifty leading up to. It. I wonder if it was something that, you know, they got him on to do the the cover, and then after he was signed on to do the cover, he went and read it. I think through the cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't have to read it. You know, no, just, I know that's just, just interesting characters, to me. You know? Yeah, I thought it was cool. So, I, yeah. I like the fact that he read fifty issues just to draw the cover. If that's the case. Yeah, but the uh, poster actually kind of. Something kind of cool is that I brought the poster. It was so big that I was one of the first people there. So they're supposed to seat us like front row, back, based on how you arrive. And my poster was so big, she was like, oh, just sit in the middle. So I had to, because uh, that way there was a wall that I could actually lean my poster up against. So I had to wait for all these people that came after me to go first. But halfway through, literally as my line was called up to go up to meet and greet, his team showed up and said, like, oh, if you buy this print for this much money, he'll sign this, and you get another one, another signing for free. So I got, like, six things signed by him, which was cool. Like, a lithograph that came with it, too, like, that I'm going to have framed. It was very much fun. Cool. Yeah, it was, I had a good time at Fan Expo. Um, someone asked us, I think it's in one of the emails later, if we were going to be making it to New York Comic Con, and unfortunately we cannot. It's really tough to get, like, you have to, like pre-apply for tickets and then like wait two weeks and then once you get approved to buy the ticket then you can buy the ticket and it's like it's really weird it would have been nice can you imagine going to the uh uh robert kirkman panel though yeah that would have been that would have been pretty cool yeah but uh all right uh a couple more things before we get into issue 140 i just want to give a shout out to a couple things out there uh the Grawlix podcast that's g-r-a-w-l-i-x podcast uh they just released an episode of their podcast where they talked about the first 13 issues of invincible they're just a, a, a you know another comic book and um geek pop pop culture kind of podcast and uh, they did a really really good job um discussing the first 13 issues just off of memory and like things that were um you know that stood out to them and everything and just wanted to give them a shout out you should give it a listen and then the uh you know obviously the kind of funny guys we talk about them a lot the game over greggy show this week had uh, uh cena grace former editor at skybound he edited uh, with Robert Kirkman titles including Invincible and um, he's done a lot of stuff Little Depressed Boy and everything 
and he was on the Game Over Greggy show, and they talked about Invincible a good amount. Uh, so it was actually the topic of the day of the of the of that particular episode. Yeah. But it was weird because they didn't really talk about it yeah, too they much. They just talked about it in the beginning a little yeah. bit, but then it was cool. They talked cool, about yeah. Yeah, like other things that Cena has done and what it was like to be an editor at Skybound. Yeah. He gave a little story about almost about how messing up a hardcover. They work for way too hard, and like they're yeah. they're very hard workers over at Skybound. So yeah, so two cool. cool things out there. Go check them out. Um, other than that. You guys can get in touch with us. If you guys want to email us, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Um, leave us reviews on iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, a, a listener wrote in a couple weeks ago, Xavier Perez, and he wrote this awesome email, and I wanted to wait till both Bill and TJ were here. And uh, he wrote in and said, so it's a little bit of a long one, so buckle up, but it's worth it. Xavier wrote in and said, Literally a month ago today, I saw you guys commenting on Ryan Otley's Twitter and looked into your podcast. I was initially upset that it wasn't on Spotify, but you responded immediately with what other places to check it out. Uh, and then, you know, he found it, and I listened to episode 37 yesterday and heard the shout-out from our conversation on Twitter saying that I was starting at the beginning, which made me laugh because by the time I listened to that, I was pretty much caught up. I just finished 38 today and heard TJ read my Facebook message, which was also cool, referencing the Thrag Buster. He was the one that called it the thrag buster mm-hmm. uh i'm excited to follow you guys bi-weekly as we approach the end of all things and i'm waiting on capes guardings the globe invincible universe episodes uh i feel like i need to annoy bill and say that uh i really enjoyed the new reader episodes and i'm glad to see them go but it's awesome that they caught up and, and they can experience the end monthly with the rest of us now hearing the new reader issues definitely inspired me to harass my girlfriend a bit more into trying invincible out she knows so much about the story of VME babbling about it. I feel like she'd be, I feel like she'd like it, but she's pretty anti-comic book, sadly. She's a big Star Trek fan, so I recently picked up the Mirror Broken comic for her based on The Next Generation, and she's really been enjoying that, so I'm slowly convincing her comic books uh, are good. Maybe someday she'll give Invincible a shot. Your girlfriend sounds like Brittany. That, yeah, you're right, because Brittany was super Star into Trek, Star Trek. And she doesn't, she never read comic books. That's yeah. because Star Trek The Next Generation is the bomb diggity. Yeah. Uh, bomb diggity oh yeah Yeah. xavier continues ryan maybe you can convince your wife to read it and do one-on-one episodes with her reader spouse like the uh kevin smith podcast plus one uh but for invincible which is an awesome idea i thought about that and that'd be fun uh sorry to send such a long email i just had stuffed 38 episodes into a month so i had a lot to say it's cool being able to listen to, to people who enjoy the invincible comic and universe as much as i do uh and talk about new issues going over the old issues and tie-ins Keep up the good work, guys, and some feedback for your post-interview part of the last episode is I enjoyed it. It would be sad to see this podcast end with Invincible, so I feel like going forward talking about other comics or media in between Invincible and movie game and video game news would be much better than no podcast at all. And I obviously have to sign off with, love, Xavier. P.S. Random question. Uh, Is Bill such a big Star Trek fan that he named his son Riker, or is that just a coincidence? My name is Xavier Charles. And my mother and father were not at all into comic book fans, so I figured it's possible he just liked the name. <laughs> so interesting. That's awesome that it was Xavier Charles. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> interesting story. Liz wanted Riker as his name, and she was looking for like Celtic names and stuff like that. And she was like, she's like, oh yeah, what do you like? What do you think about Riker? I'm like, okay, you understand Riker's from Star Trek, right? Like number one and. He, and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's go with it. I'm just going to tell everyone it's that then. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a topic of conversation, but no, she's she had nothing 
Yeah. To, the name like, wasn't decided on because of that. Right. It's a nice bonus, right. though. Right. It is, definitely. Cool. He also throws a PPS in, and he's the one that asked if we were attending New York Comic Con. Sadly, Ryan Otley isn't coming, but I'm very excited for Robert's panel. Uh, Xavier, are you going to New York Comic Con? We're Like we just said, we're not going to make it, but I'm jealous of anybody that can make it to that Robert Kirkman panel. I am excited to see what news comes out of it, though. So thank you for that email, though. It's always amazing to me when um, fans catch up from the beginning. Don't do it. I know. Don't I do know. it. <laughs> I can't believe it. We had some pretty rough, uh, rough so early bad. ones. I literally, what was it, like two weeks ago or something, I was listening to the first couple, and I'm like... Really? Why? Like, I don't know. I don't remember why I was. I think... I don't remember. I don't. There was a reason why I went back. I can't remember why. I think I, I think went back after to the very issue... first one, and it's so like it's so, we were so bad. Well, the problem was the first couple. We literally did want to just say, "Hey, let's try it and see what happens." We didn't really have main topics. The first one was just us talking about us being invincible fans. Yeah. Then after that, which was, was a mistake. Like yeah. knowing that we were going to do but this, then, we should have. Well, yeah, but we didn't know. Yeah. And then after that, us just talking about Rexplode. And then after that, I was talking about a theoretical movie, which is fun to go back and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like two years from now, we're going to look back at this episode and be like, you're still fucking bad. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we're the first to admit it. All right. Let's talk about issue 140. Uh, right off the bat, the cover is one of the coolest covers. We talked about this uh, when we when we read the next on yeah. with the light behind it. And yeah, yeah. Um, this also has a variant. It's the uh, Lorenzo De Felici uh variant which i think is tj's background isn't it on your phone it is. oh is that the one with all the it is indeed oh it's oh, so cool. cool the coloring on that i just found out today listening to the uh skybound roundtable where they get some of the skybound employees to talk about comics every week uh where that that artist um de felici is going to be doing a comic for them that they haven't announced yet so that's mm. gonna be kind of cool uh love this cover it's awesome uh Right Let's, off the bat. You want to go into it? Well, I, I have a question to ask you guys. Okay. So I, before the podcast, I went and I looked up some fun facts of with the sun. How hot it is. Really? The boiling point of certain and no melting way. point of certain of certain things. I fucking love that you did I that. I feel like you never, like, do things. Okay. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. So, so would you like to know? Would you like to know? <laughs> this is something I would pull out, like statistics. All right. All right. I have some statistics for you. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, how hot in Fahrenheit do you think the sun is? This is the surface of the sun. I can't even. Like, I can't even begin to guess. The I whatever comes after billion. It's like it's like it's a number that we don't. It's hear. absolutely not that hot. Like, no. Fi- no. Fi- Five hundred million. I don't know. Way less. No way. Way less. How hot is it? Wait. Nine, what's the, what's the nine, measurement? Nine Fahrenheit. Nine thousand nine hundred and forty-one degrees Fahrenheit. Nine thousand. So ten thousand degrees. Yeah. Is the surface of the sun. Yeah. Now, I feel like it's at least 10,000 degrees in this room right now. <laughs> so, it is appropriate that we have like our so first sweat I, box I wanted, So then I wanted to be like, I don't really know how hot that is. Like, we know how hot 100 degrees is. So I was like, I wonder what the boiling point or melting this point is. This is the surface of the sun? This is the surface of the sun. How hot the surface of the sun is. I wonder what they the surface to be. Because I don't think it okay. really has a surface. All right. So, sure well, sure it does. The fucking fire that you touch. I mean, it's just like floating lava. So it's to give, you, like guys, all over to give you guys an idea, uh, <laughs> aluminum melts at 1,200 degrees. Bronze, 1,600 degrees. Uh, let's see here. Nickel, 2,600 degrees. Steel is 2,500 degrees. And tungsten, which a lot of people have their wedding rings made mm-hmm. out of, is 6,100 degrees Fahrenheit is when it starts to melt. So then I'm like, what the fuck 
how strong are these guys to where they could just and what hang was this, out right? The sun was what? Ten thousand degrees. 10, nine nine thousand nine hundred. Okay, so what is the melting point of a diamond? I have no idea. Do you, melting point of a diamond? I never. I think hotter that. than the sun. I don't. Yeah, hotter than the sun. I, do you think? I don't even think I've ever. I've that never heard of a, ever a diamond melting. Do yeah. you think? Do you think that Invincible is stronger than a diamond? Wow. I do now. It's interesting. Do you? Th- I didn't give you the answer yet. Do you think? Yes. Okay, so you think Invincible is stronger than a diamond? I'm gonna say. N- oh, I don't know. Think about it. Do I you don't think? Know. Do you think if you take were to take a diamond, the hardest substance on Earth? And were to scratch Invincible with it or Thrag, it would scratch them. No, I'd say no. Well, well I mean, I, I think, diamonds I'd... break, so Invincible can break. Obviously, well, we've yeah. seen him bleed. Bleed, but we're talking about is Invincible's melting point higher or lower than a diamond? Oh, that's a different question. You're right, it is. I don't know, Bill. I still think Tell that us. the melting point of a diamond is six thousand four hundred twenty-two degrees. Wow. Of a diamond. How did they find that out? That's ridiculous. Melted it. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Oh, also, so then I also did one more. Sorry that I'm taking so much time here. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. Uh Uh-huh. And they were fighting around the sun because I was like, okay, I can understand them fighting close to the sun, but not like on the surface because they were fighting on the surface of the sun. Like Mm -hmm. it was, the flame was there. Right. They were there. Mercury is only 801 degrees Fahrenheit Mm. during the day, like the hottest point. Interesting. So, uh, just to give you an idea... But the sun is 10,000? I feel like 8,000. 800. Oh, 800? Yeah, it's oh, the surface yeah. of Mercury, which oh, is okay. a close... I mean, but it's still fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away. It's hundreds of thousands of miles away. Hmm. Yeah. No, okay. 10,000 degrees. Diamonds melt at six. Interesting. Your and poof it, is quite prominent today. Oh, thank you. My hair poof? Yeah. All right. Now let's get into the comic. Now All that right. we know, now that we know what they're fighting Science in right now. Science corner with Bill. <laughs> this is great. I love this new segment. Uh, so right off the bat, uh, the first page, they have clothes on and thanks to Bill, that makes no sense. Thank you. <laughs> Are their clothes made of diamonds? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I just was going to start off with what were your initial thoughts of this issue? Cuz TJ, you go first. I just spent a lot of time talking. I said before to anybody who's read or has watched the movie Karina Karina where the little girl takes the crayon and the other kid's like, who used all the yellow crayon? But it was actually a brown crayon. There's a lot of yellow in this. Yeah, yeah, there is. A lot of yellow, a lot of orange. So the entire first half of the comic, I'm thinking fucking Nathan Fairbairn. Oh the God. whole time. Then the second half of the comic, I was like, "Fucking Ryan Otley!" Yeah. Like, yeah. holy shit. Who? Uh, I, I, just a correction. Apparently, there's an issue. Uh, Mark Morales, who has been doing an awesome job as inker, and excited to see what he does, you know, later on, uh, got credited for inking this issue when actually I believe it was Ryan Otley that inked this issue. I've heard from a couple different sources that it was actually Ryan Otley that inked this one as well, which I'd love to hear more about how the inking process goes and the coloring process goes with this issue. Um, sorry, TJ, go on. Huh. I thought it was very good. I tried to read it slow because it was. I felt like it was a quick issue, mm-hmm. so I was trying to read it slow. Um, I liked it very much. It was everything that I was expecting it to be and everything that I wanted it to be. So expecting is not a negative oh, thing. Exactly. It's a good thing. I, yep, mm-hmm. yep. I wanted I wanted everything that happened like, in this episode in, or in this issue. I was issue. pleasantly surprised that with the amount that it still surprised me. Like we we predicted, you know, a lot of this issue, 
but the way it happened was still so good. Like Robert Kirkman putting his own little stamp on it was awesome. Um, there is a lot of a lot of this issue is fighting and narration. So this isn't going to be. I don't think we necessarily need to go page by page with this issue, but you know, unless there's certain things we'll talk about as we go. But um, I loved uh, right off the bat we get Thrag saying why he's doing all this. And it is straight up for revenge. There's no mm-hmm. other reason. like Which we, is super fucked up. Yeah. We talked a little bit about that last... That's villainous right yeah. there. That is not a leader. That's villainous. Mm-hmm. That it's past, He's past that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we found out last uh, last issue when he was throwing his kids at Mark that he is just, you know, sadistic and villainous. But uh, what is this called, Bill, in all your sun research? That is a solar flare, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the first time. At, that pretty much took all their clothes off right yeah yeah much. and that was fucking badass like mm-hmm. at first i was like oh they're just throwing punches by the sun and all of a sudden it's just like boom like yeah. could you imagine they're still wearing pants a little bit but like a page later and they're like almost gone yeah but they um, should have just ignited right away mm-hmm. but i mean that's nor here nor it's it's fiction yeah uh i think like his back boiling and everything like we see early on i like how they teased like oh here's the surface here's the liquid part uh, by showing Mark's back boil, and it's almost like you—it's almost like foreshadowing. Like, hey, we're going in that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Did you guys find this really and, uneasy? Like, I, like when I was reading it, I felt like I was holding my hand over like a burner of a stove. Really? <laughs> yeah, like I just felt—I was like—I was like—I—I—I I, I, I felt their pain, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, and it's so brightly colored mm-hmm. that it was almost like you find yourself squinting. Yeah. At it. Yeah. Totally, especially later on when it's when they're almost indistinguishable. Yeah, dude. Um, now, one of my favorite things, the first moment like that really hit me. That I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Other, I mean, obviously, yeah, we thought they were gonna fight on the sun. We knew that was gonna happen. But the moment his trans, uh, what does he call it? His um, transmitter fries. I was like, oh shit. So Mark can't talk. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, file this under lines mm-hmm. thought those were a little cheesy um but i liked that like even before that though i liked that thrag was like fuck this like i'm out of here i oh, got yeah, i got people cool. to kill and like he was like mm-hmm. trying you, to you leave die? and then you're it. like mark grabs him and flies right into the surface of the sun you're like oh this motherfucker crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought that was it and that and that was the the page i mean so he just got thrown to the surface marked it and his back boiled mm-hmm. and the next thing Mark did was like oh and he just fucking grabs Thrag and dives into the sun yeah he, he says that his trans his transponder or his, sorry transmitter is fried and the last thing Thrag hears Mark say is words not important uh, and then the last thing we hear Thrag say is oh hell as he throws they, they dive into the surface of the sun this, at this point I was in talking about the art when I was like holy shit Ryan Otley because you can see every vein the, he the draws muscles. the veins the tendons like oh. the whole from here on out it's just it's for, until the end of the fight it's just awesome I've never really seen I mean I've seen like fan art that he's done like but we've never really seen anything like this in Invincible that Otley has done mm-hmm. where it's just like literally it's just all muscle yeah just mm-hmm. grossness. It's a skinned person, and it's really good too. And and still the coloring on it and everything like that, just like how it shows the little details of the muscle. But are you guys a little disappointed that you can't, you don't know what Thrag's thinking right now? A little bit. Because I wanted to a hear, bit, I it, wanted to hear him squeal and whine like a little bitch, like yeah, so bad. Yeah, but you can kind of see it in his face. Ali did such a good job. Like right early on, he he looks like 
like oh shit right here yeah, yeah he's like oh shit like he's serious like i think thrag knows they're both going down he's just trying to take him down with him well i think the look the the look on thrag's face when they finally come out and he's in the top right corner of the page and he's like looking at his, oh, hands, at his hands the shock and then the and then what's the look on invincible's face Yes, and, he's still and, ready. Yes, like, because and that's when he the panel on that page he says, "I just figured out why I'm going to win, and you're definitely going to lose." Mm-hmm. This was the Kirkman stamp on yeah, this, this issue. This was oh, Kirkman was like, "I need a moment here." Yeah, and he just, I mean, and everything it makes so much everything sense. that he writes. Obviously, he's the creator of of this comic. Mm-hmm. We love everything that he writes, but this part was clearly like, "I'm gonna have my own fucking moment." And he literally, I think that that's why the, uh, uh, his trans transmitter transmitter broke because mm-hmm. Kirkman just wanted to talk for a little while. Do you think he could have like, part of me feels like, yeah, maybe that's why it happened, but he couldn't have gone into the surface of the sun, have his skin boil off and the transmitter still work. Yeah. No, you know I know. I, mean? I feel I like know. it's a good thing both ways. Like Kirkman right. used it as an opportunity. I, yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think that this is, I mean... Yeah, we agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, and using this as a way to, like, this just the way he's talking to Thrag. And this, he talks about everything. Everything about the Viltrumite Empire and, you know, what they stand for and how it's the, the whole old way versus new way thing, which has been a conflict between the Viltrumites from the very beginning of the series. Um, it was just great. I loved it. Uh, what did uh, you guys think of the robot showing up? awesome but this is a panel that i thought was weird yeah is this so, one you thought so too so yeah okay. so mike barrett wrote into the uh the podcast and said this was an awesome issue so much stuff we and i love seeing um uh, so much of the stuff we love seeing and have missed seeing i don't think we have seen action this good since the viltramite war i think this issue is better than any of those regardless of my love for this issue and my respect for the creators i have to register a criticism for you guys uh on page eight robots arrival I really think the visual storytelling and or the script is a little lacking here and had me confused. Was I the only one confused by the sequence? At first I thought Rex was sending a robot to help. Then on the next panel shows the face shield open and I thought that was Rex. I totally missed the robot wrapping around Mark and it was explained in Kirk- until it was explained in the writing. In my very humble opinion, I think the first panel should have shown the robot partially open or Otley should have added a panel showing the robot encasing Mark. Um, also, having the script explanation of what was happening in the last panel forced me to reread the page to clear up my confusion. I don't know. I feel like I'm challenging two modern legends in the comic world on an issue where I'm sure, uh, it, because it's something that I'm, I'm sure I wanted to be perfect, but I welcome your opinion. Am I crazy? Also, did anyone else feel their eyes adjust to the colors on the last couple pages after mm-hmm. most of the issue was in the sun? My compliments to Nathan Fairburn for some amazing colors this issue. Love, Mike Barrett. 100%. I agree that maybe it should have been open, but I was never actually confused about this. You guys, I was. when we sat down, you guys were like, "There was one panel that I was confused about that Not Mike also emailed," and I was like, like just "I was like looking through, and I, was, I couldn't find it because I, I didn't I, know what you guys were talking." I I didn't really. I think I read this entire page thinking that Rex was in the suit. No, I didn't think that. Really? I mean, cool. I when I when I when he first showed up, I did. Yeah. But, but when it showed his face, but, I was it's, it's like all scarred and everything. Like I, I knew that that was invincible in the suit. Interesting. See, I assumed that it was Rex burned up a little bit from opening the visor for some reason, which wouldn't make sense for him mm-hmm. to open it. And you know what? Looking at it, it does look like the robot armor is opening up at the mouth a little bit. 
just a little bit. I do yeah. agree that it, I think that it should have been fully opened. Or... It could have been. I think it could have been a little bit more epic. I suppose because it is such a cool thing. Like, oh, you fuck! It's what's awesome. robot gonna do? Yeah. I will awesome. say, I when he showed up, I didn't mm. like it at all until the dialogue was like. I have friends who yes. you have, and I was like, "Oh, this yes. is this, this is, is my worst awesome. enemy that Literally is helping me." My worst me. enemy is helping me. Yeah, you yeah. don't have who anybody. Do have? Yeah. Love that. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And again, yes, we agree, Mike. That you know, there's nothing wrong with this page. It just it was a little confusing, you know. Uh, but yeah, I love that. The writing on that was amazing. Uh, and then the moment that Mark says, uh, "At least until it starts to melt," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh." That's so, what I thought right away. I was like, how hard is this? Mm-hmm. If diamonds melt at 65, <laughs> like, what is this made of? Mm-hmm. But the next scene that I was really... Oh, I want to... I got to say this. Uh, each punch I throw has the weight of everyone I love and everyone who loves me behind it. You feel the force of who I'm fighting for with every blow. Like, that, that kind of stuff. Like, this might be one of my favorite issues mm-hmm. in terms of Kirkman's writing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Well, because he had the ability to to not write dialogue how someone would be interacting. That's true. It's like inner monologuing, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about what you can say to yourself and not be judged and stuff like that. Yeah, this comic doesn't really ever do that too much, does it? Yeah, no, there's no inner monologue. It's, yeah. Interesting. Um, And just, again, talking about how Thrag clings to the old ways and Mm -hmm. Mark talking about how... um, You think that only strength, you know... You, only the the strong should survive. Mm-hmm. You cling to the practices, and that pushed our people to the brink of extinction. Think extinction. about that. That line that that line right there. But he doesn't that care. That is something that we talked about after reading the first volume of Mitsubul, yeah. or after finding about the truth about Nolan after he kills the Guardians of the Globe, like his his race, like that hand cover where he talks to um, Mark and says, "Oh, we we were actually a race that called the weak." And we went from planet to planet to take over. Like, this is what Mark is fighting for here. And it's so, like, and ironically, in the suit of Robot. Mm-hmm. And having it start to melt. And it just the looks scene, like, The oh. scene, do you guys know how many, like, textures there are in this? There's skin flaking off because they are roasting slowly. Mm-hmm. There's this liquid metal. The scene, the, the, the last panel on the page of the, the helmet slowly melting off of his face and you seeing, like, his the look on his face is fucking crazy yeah. like it's insane i would be afraid of mark right now oh yeah it's terrifying. terrified him saying that how how thrag you know interacts no room for peace no room for compassion compassion no room for love you thought you were keeping the empire alive pulling us back from the brink of extinction the truth is you were holding us back i love all that like mm-hmm. this is so good mm-hmm. yeah man uh, what did you guys think of um, Mark biting Thrag? I like that because it's like he's going to do whatever the fuck it takes. You know, so what I, mean? I, didn't like he's... I didn't catch it at first, but I didn't. The, my first read through, I didn't notice um, him getting both his arms messed up. He Thrag squeezes Mark's left hand mm-hmm. at the wrist. I love the way that looks too. Yeah, oh, and then he awesome. snaps. Yeah, and then he snaps it. He squeezes it right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he breaks that wrist, and then he punches through his right arm's elbow. So that's why he's not using his arms and why he attacks him by just flying on top of him. And yeah, like straddles him with his better, legs, yep. And then bites his neck. Devin Berry, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, um, 
messaged me and said that it reminded him of Walking Dead. And said, and it's true. It's a very Kirkman thing to do. I mean, Rick has done it a couple times. I feel like I feel like um, Mark's even done it before to Conquest, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Didn't he like spit it out? Yeah, his shoulder. It was like his like, on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. So that whole biting thing is a very very Kirkman thing. But I think to TJ's, he would just do anything it took. Mm-hmm. He he had no use of his arms. This I couldn't believe. I was like, wait a minute. So this is it. So yeah, Rags dead. So he so this whole line as he's biting that chunk out like him. This is Mark talking about the Viltrumite Empire that he would create. This is the one that he he believes the Viltrumites could be. Um, you know, they could be a force for good. They can spread peace throughout the galaxy. We can love and be loved, and we can be happy. And that line, we can be happy as he's taking a bite out of his neck, is jugular. Does anyone so. think that that Thrag looks like Magneto? I think he looks like Magneto. When oh, with like the shape of his yeah. skull and stuff? He looks like a burnt up Magneto. I think it's the, yeah, it's the, the dome of the eyes. His mm-hmm. eye sockets mm-hmm. sinking and in. His, uh, and uh, the, how yes, it goes down the to the jaw. bones yeah. go down to his jaw. Thrag is super fucked up in this, man. His yeah, face he's... is almost gone, like gone, gone, down God. to the bone. God, and I love this. All right, so like I said, I wish you could have heard me. Like, calling back to the fact that, like, you won't hear me as I say this. I wish you could hear what I'm saying. Um, but now you're dead, and I'll soon follow. My mind is racing, thinking all the potential of what we could achieve if only if only I could live to see it so at this point this is typically where I'm like oh no when I turn the page it's gonna be the last page and he's gonna be like dead Kirkman someone swoops in Kirkman didn't get me on this one I knew I knew he wasn't gonna die oh yeah well yeah I didn't think Mark was gonna die at this point before you turned the page did you think we were gonna see more of Thrag like did you think that Mark was correct in him saying he was dead I thought he was really or better yet would you have been satisfied if we didn't see any more of Thrag I would not have been satisfied. No unanswered questions, especially like that. You can't leave anything ambiguous because it's the end. Mm-hmm. And they do me a great favor by showing him disintegrate into nothing yes. after Alan comes in and swoops him. And on an awesome page, too. Zooming in closer, showing his hand dissolve, his face dissolve. And then his skull just into nothing. Mm-hmm. Into nothing. It reminds me of the beginning of Terminator 2. The beginning of Terminator 2? Yeah, well, she grabs a hold of the fence... Oh, yeah. And then there's oh. the... Yeah. Yeah. And then they blow apart like a bag of leaves or I've, something like I've, that, right? What did she say? How they how they crumble. Yeah. How the bodies like crumble like a, like mm-hmm. dried leaves or something. Mm. I thought of uh, Lord of the Rings. Of course you fucking did. Yeah, I did. Oh, Gollum? Yeah. Going into the... Yeah. Uh, I do, Alan does look awesome swooping in, though, because you it also looks... Like, the way... I, I guess it's both. Both Ryan's pencils and you know, inks and the coloring, but it looks like Alan is disintegrating a little. Like, yeah, he's yeah, he flint, is, he's got, it's okay, he's got they're just gonna rebuild stronger. No, I know, but that like it just looks so cool. Like yeah. they're they're just that blurriness around them and a little bit like their sweat, their skin little flakes, yeah. And then swooping up and taking them away. And then yes, Mike Barrett, absolutely it's so jarring turning the page mm-hmm. from something so white. Because your eyes go from this this thrag page of him dissolving goes from a darker yellow to lighter, 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 and then like a white, and then you turn the page and it's just black. Now you, you read the you have the comic, right? Where is it the at? Physical. Where is it sitting at? I wonder. Is it because I'm reading it on like digitally, so I know that my screen, it, yeah. it almost no, it's, feels brighter. It's so bright. Oh, even it's in very comic bright. form. Like I almost feel like it's even more bright. No, it's definitely brighter while you're reading it digitally. If you haven't read it digitally. I think that this is one that you should definitely read digitally because it makes you squint. It is so bright. Uh, 
man. Yeah, that's definitely bright. But dude, look at look at the comparison. Well, that's true. The yeah, pages you know I mean? look wet. Yeah, because it, it it's just, so bright. It looks yeah. like it's. I, st- I I I think I think they're both pretty much the same. So, uh, I thought it was gonna end with them. I didn't think. I kind of hoped it would end with them. I kind of did too. I mean, it, here's the thing. If we didn't only have like four more issues left, I would say, yeah, I wish it would have just ended with them. But at this point, I want to get every ounce of story out of every issue if we can. Um, and I was so satisfied with the Thrag, you know, Mark fight that I didn't care that we got to see something else. Um, and this didn't, I don't think this really necessarily took away from it at all. But uh, seeing Mark look like a mummy. Just, yeah, like, just you, crispy. Just Like if you ever gone to like the Natural History Museums mm-hmm. and you see like the remains those mummified and he just looks so gross and eve just yeah so what did you guys think of the end end the the interaction between alan and ursel i think they use the end to just kind of tie this up i think that i i like that it's not like tied up but i mean she's clearly making her way obviously to the good side um alan kind of making a truce with her saying i want to work with you to uh to create peace among our people. Mm-hmm. And I love that she said, I'm not naive enough to think that I'm just going to be forgiven for this, you know. But, you know, she does want to work with him. What did you think, though? And I'll, I, I'll, I'll I, give my thoughts up. I don't know. Like, I liked how it started. And, you know, Ursula saying, was... saying I, I'm intrigued and in, like, you know, like how you fight for each other, you defend each other. We've never had anything like that. But then saying like all the bad that she's done all the bad that mark has done to her family and saying that some things will never ever be healed and then alan being like with his hands on his hips kind of gi joe-esque you think it was a little too lighthearted for this yeah, issue not lighthearted. just i don't want to say the word corny but after what we had just read that was so deep mm-hmm. and thoughtful of what mark was thinking and saying to himself and then he's like haven't you ever heard of forgiveness no i get it gi joe you know what I mean? No, I get it. My stance is I think that this was done because I predict that next issue is going to be a time jump. And Ursula's going to be okay with everything. Like, they're going to be good with Ursula. And if that wasn't the case, then you can't have this scene. This scene had to happen this issue if next issue is going to be a time jump. You think they're going to do another time jump? Not, like, anything long. Like but what? Like Six months? Yeah. Let me, put it this, let me put it this way. Do you think Mark is going to be healed in, like, a week will pass? He's a fucking Vultramite, dude. Thrag had his eye torn out of his face. I don't think Mark will open. be in fighting position in two issues. It's the robot war. You think he's going to be in fighting condition? Dude, he, he fought Dinosaurus after he fought Conquest. And his both of his arms were busted, his hand, his that leg. That was actually a long time had passed. No, because it, it went to Mark, or it went to uh, Nolan oh, and... Oh, you're right. Uh, Alan... Uh, on their adventures and it came back and Mark said oh well I've been wearing this for X amount of time and I guess I don't need it anymore I'm fully healed I think it has to be a time jump if they're going to continue the story he's got to heal I agree and I think that's why showing this scene with Ursula so how much of a time jump Uh, it would at least be six months I think that Mark wakes up I think that Nolan's alive I think that Debbie is on the space station she came the problem with the time jump Tara came which is why she's on the cover and I think Ursula's working with them. So give me a time frame. Well, but there are no bad. Give, give me, give me something to work off of because I want to say something. 
You think that robot has these kids for two months and no, nothing is done about it for two months? Thing. I don't know. That's that's, that's so the problem with the time jump. So here's the I thing. Do, Bill, I do think it will be, but yeah. how is that going to be addressed? Yeah. Bill, give us the next time on, and then we're going to talk about what we think is coming. Okay. Next issue. The End of All Things, Part 9. Things take a dark turn as we are near the end. I feel like this is the first time where they have not given us, like, Give us shit. Nothing. Uh, so nothing. here's the thing. This entire, like, end of all things, we've been like, oh, Thrag's gonna die. Thrag's gonna die. Thrag's gonna die. Come on, let's go, let's go. This fight was Thrag. First it was, no one's gonna die, no one's gonna die, then he dies, and then Thrag's gonna die, and now he dies, and then now what? We don't have any predictions. I have none. We're at the point where we don't know what's gonna happen. We know there's this thing called the Robot War in two issues. It's gonna be a giant size issue-ish. It's gonna be two issues away. There's two issues in between then and now? This one, and then Robot War. Okay. I think we talked about this before, but I forget. Do you guys think Rex is going to die? We talked about this before Nolan. I remember well, now because yeah, I said did. my opinion was that if Nolan dies, Rex will not die. Yeah. Spe- or I so said if you- Thrag, if Thrag dies, Rex will not die. That's, I agree. That's what I was just about to say. I think now that Thrag just died, you can't kill yeah. your big villain two issues apart. I think he's going to lose, but maybe he won't stay in this dimension. You know, something like that. It's going to be something where he loses want, and leaves. I don't want any dimension stuff for the end. For the rest of the series? Why? No, I don't want that. Well, but you I said mean, you wanted no, 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 the no. flax on... Dim- oh, no, no someone no. else wrote if, that in If an it email, was like yeah, a right? part of like, oh, they brought fucking whoever from the from this dimension to fight this. Cool. Yeah, that'd But be when cool. it comes to like the overall ending, like where Invincible goes, or like I, I don't agree, want yeah. like... Because... Uh, I mean, obviously it's going to depend on how they do it. But dare I say... It kind of, it would kind of feel like a cop out. Yeah, I don't, like, dimensional don't stuff be, at the yes, definitive end would be a be cop like, out. Everybody dies, but we found an alternate universe yes. where everything is the same. You're going to spend Kirk, the rest of your life Kirkman there. Kirkman wouldn't do that. I don't think so either. Kirkman would not. But do I that. agree with you. But having a little nod to other dimensions is fine. But yeah. I don't think doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like when Rex, I have no idea, Ryan. So this, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Again, we can't take too much off the covers, but Tara's on the cover of the next one. I think her and Debbie are going to be coming back. I think this one's going to be a lot of character development. I think Mark's going to be healing or in recovery for this issue. Uh, Debbie is going to, you know, be with Nolan unless he actually died, which I cannot see happening. They wouldn't have left it with no, no, no. This He's one's still breathing. I will say, I mean, with Nolan kind of on the table right now, we don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. Um, I think everybody in this issue is crying, and I think now we know why. That makes me think maybe it's not going to be a time jump. I think so, but that means by the end of this issue, would the time jump be at the beginning of? Robot War, or is Mark not going to participate in the Robot He's, War? Mark the is Robot not, War is a double-sized issue. They can get a lot of story I out think, in that. Man, the I, can't end, the end being, of, I can't see Mark being up to fighting speed. The end of exactly the two end, issues. Exactly. The Imagine the, how vulnerable he's going to be. The That's end, a good point. The end of the next issue could be the time jump. The final page okay. could be a time jump. Okay. I, I you know what? Too. Now, because I'm trying to think, I'm like, what's what's the we we know what the like robots obviously the the bad guy now because robot war we know it's going to happen but what's like the conflict you know like that's what i mean like he the viltrumites the were conflict but they're not they're literally not an issue anymore we know we are all in agreement yeah. right that ursel's not a problem like they're not gonna robot is going to feel threatened because absolutely. now there's a lot more viltrumites now mark who hates robot 
has the Viltrumites on hit all of them has all so of them you're on saying his that side. Mark finally has an army that can stand up to robots. Right, but what's going to happen is I don't think there's going to be a time jump. I think maybe maybe three months, but over the course of how long the comic takes, not not like how this took place right after the last one, but it's going to be like maybe a couple weeks or whatever. But I mean, remember there's a time jump when um, Ellen blew up and it was just one page yeah. and it showed the panels of him. Yeah, Robert or, or Mark is going to be incapacitated and robot is going to take advantage of the fact that mark is not a threat and he's gonna he's gonna do whatever it is that he's been planning this whole time which is more he's had something up his sleeve mm-hmm. and mark's on the table so mark is going to be out of commission i guarantee for the next two issues i don't know about that and he's gonna I, make you a, think that mark is the only thing holding he, that's keeping robot at bay yeah he, fucking yeah Alan has this whole fucking army now so what <laughs> they're not mark so what? They're 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 Who the fucking... fuck is Mark? <laughs> like Alan's just gonna sit back Mark right now? Dove into the sun and came out. So Alan's like, oh, he's fucking shit up, but I'm just gonna wait until Invincible's feeling better. Fuck that. No. Alan's gonna fucking take the army. I don't. Th- I don't. Th- I think Alan has no stake in Earth at all. Why does he care? You don't think Alan cares? No, he doesn't. Uh, the, the Earth is not a part of the coalition. He cares about Nolan, and Nolan cares about Earth. I, I guess so. I think so, he would but fight for. He cares about Mark, and Mark cares about Earth. Yeah. That's what well, I understand, but Robot has a pretty big army, and we don't know. He, Robot could have been doing something that we don't even see. It's gonna, oh, it could be a flashback. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's you true. You know what? It could be a fucking flashback to the five years that we're gone and him building up an army that's like, it, like that's fucking he enormous really in multiple anything. dimensions. I have a question. Why, when we, when we went back to Earth, was the, the interdimensional people there? You don't think Robot oh, had something to do with yeah, that? We I about guarantee, those, you know what? I'm making a fucking prediction. We're going to see a flashback to the five years of Robot's plan and what he's been doing, and now it's going to come to fruition. Oh, guarantee it. Sure. All the things that he's done, leading the technicians to Earth. Well, using the technicians' technology. There's a reason why the technicians were there. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. If we never get an answer to that, Bill, I think that would be an awesome story to tell because I, I agree with you. Um, let's move on a little bit, unless you got something else to say. I want to read an email. Mm-hmm. Remember, so. you Didn't can email so. us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. This one's from our friend Ben over at the Nerds Chatting Podcast. Ben? Oi. Oi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he says, hey, guys, how are you? Ryan, I hope the hand no, is feeling says, better. Hello, Hey, Mike. guys. Hi. Hello, governor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Zinnia. With my go. shrimp on the barbie. No. Oh. That's Australian. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes it even better. He says, hey guys, how are you? Ryan, I hope the hand is feeling better. TJ, Bill, you guys okay? Yeah. Especially after reading that sun issue. Like, uh, I know. Okay. He says, well, here we are. Issue 140. Oh my gosh. This issue felt like turning every page was like being hit in the face. I was constantly on the edge of my seat. So Mark threw, flew, thrag into the sun. That is a strategy that I did not anticipate, if I'm honest. Greg's last words ever on this book were, oh hell. The four panels on page six where they go in and then you just see the sun bubbling away and then they burst free, horrifically scarred and burnt. Man, did I feel it. Bottom left panel, page seven. Who's hitting who? Is that Thrag hitting Mark or vice versa? I loved when we saw Mark's thoughts and I loved what he said. Kirkman at his best. Then Robot showing up. So is this what what's going... So is that going to be a key issue or in 142's Robot War? Key in next issue or in 142's Robot War? Even after everything, Rexbot sent Mark. Even after everything, Rexbot sent Mark help, which gave him just enough extra time and power to win. Uh, will Mark finally accept Robot's rule and live in the on the moon with his dad, even if he's alive, uh, or if he's even alive? 
This issue was crazy and everything I wanted it to be. That being said, even after all this time, after everything he's done, I will miss the rag. I think that images of him just disintegrating were difficult. Were a difficult read. It made me cry a little. Happiness? Sadness? Both? Man, I don't know. But I can't wait for 141. Shout out to Otley's continued superb artwork. That guy's a genius. Can't wait to listen to the show. Speak to you guys soon. Ben, shout out to Nerds Chatting and their Daily Invincible cover over on Twitter. Yeah, he No. What's he, it? What? No. To no, his what? question. What's to his your question? question? I think, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that, that... He's going to overthrow Robot, and Immortal's going to take his place, and then Invincible's going to go off to be the lead of the Viltrumites, and my my prediction is that they're going to go off to do a planet rehabilitation program like, like oh, man, Nolan so. lied to him. It's going oh, to TJ, what if it you ended that? like that? Oh, dude. I think TJ said this. I don't know if you were here, or it was a while ago. I said it but like I think on it should new be, issue like 134 And I'll give you credit for this. This is the, an awesome idea. Mark creates the world that his, that his dad lied to him about. Yeah, and it actually shows them rebuilding yes. things. I and, love oh, that. That would be great. Perfect, please. But now it's I'm so good. Ben brings up an interesting point that kind of why been. why did Robot help Mark? Because he wanted to ensure that Thrag was dead because he was a bigger threat. Because it was pretty clear that they were both probably going to die. Yeah. And if Robot wanted Invincible out of the out of like the way, why it did is he, an interesting why did he help him? I mean, I don't know. I get, I bet we're going to find out. We have to find out. I would think so. That is interesting. Though. But at the same time, if he could get Invincible on his side, Invincible is a huge... Like, people will listen to Invincible. True. So maybe it was just something... I don't know. If maybe you were, we're, if, maybe we're all wrong, and Robot is a good guy, if you and were, this threat is another threat. <laughs> if you were a villain... Oh, yeah, Robot Maybe the Robot War, he's, he's, he's fighting something else. Other dimensions. With his robots, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Mark Sylvie sent us a message on Facebook. And said, hi, Invincible Podcast. Well, things got naked quickly. (laughs) (laughs) That escalated. It was also a pretty extreme way for Mark to get a haircut, but awesome nonetheless. Mm. I thought it was interesting how Kirkman took the two-way conversation out of the fight. Mark was pretty convincing. Could he have persuaded Thrag to stop? Probably not, but we'll never know. I also loved Alan swooping in to save Barbecue Mark. I was expecting Eve to come in, and I actually cheered when I saw that panel. Regarding future issues, I'm a bit worried about things getting darker and Tara being on the cover. I'm sure she'll be okay, but still, it's Kirkman. God, I hope Mark isn't in a coma until the penultimate issue. Second to last issue. Hmm, I didn't ever heard that word before. Penultimate, the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones is always the best episode. Everyone always talks about the penultimate. No, I've never heard that word before in my life. Really? But you've heard That's of a fun word. You've life. heard of wire thing? Waiver wire? Waiver wire. Uh yeah, okay. Uh the recent solicitation says Mm-mm. I didn't want to read the solicitation with the new issue cover. If people want to read it, they can go and read it. I feel like it's a little too spoilery. I don't know what it says. In my opinion. I'd rather not. Alright. Yeah. And you kind of agree. I don't think we should read it. If you want to read it, the solicitation not only was the cover revealed, but the little tagline um, was revealed as well. Which, you know, I think gives away a little too much. Knowing the covers uh, can lie is one thing, but the solicitation. Yeah, but people can go online and see it right now. Oh, if they want to. If they want, want to, let's yeah. not. Yeah, let's not them have them let skip them, forward. Yeah. And, yeah. Them I don't think that. it's. I don't think it's gonna spoil anything though. Well, I'm. 
Go go and look that up you. if you're if you're if you're interested. And I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's spoiler because we know that yeah. they have control. Yeah, we'll like talk it's about not, it later. Obviously, they're not. Uh, anyway, great issue. Um, I can't believe there are only four left. Mm. Keep Ooh. up the great podcasting, guys. Love Mark. That hurts. Four. 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 Left. That's oh. like that's like not even my full hand. That's right. Now, Ryan, give me give me four. Oh, you have a thumb. Yeah. Well, and there's one left. When is that thing coming off? Two and a half more weeks. Oh, man. That's fucking terrible. It sucks. All right. Uh, on Twitter, I asked for some responses, and uh, I got a few of them. Logan Moore, who was on our episode as a fan spotlight segment, he says, uh, Mark is dying at the end of 144. That's my guess, at least. Next few issues will be about him making peace with everyone in his life. Do you guys think Mark's going to die at the end? We've, we've kind of touched on this. TJ, you think he's going to go on and rebuild? Yeah, he's not going to die. I also agree. I think that, that it's going to come full circle with the um, Flash 4 episode. I think there's issue. a chance that he might die. I'm not, I wouldn't bet on him not dying. I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, um, you know what I would love? If, like, in the last issue, it goes back to that scene, like, at the end, and as soon as Invincible leaves that scene, like, something else happens. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, like you know what I'm talking about? Furnace attacks. Like, like, yeah. Invincible, like, yeah. Invincible Thrag comes back and then fucking he's charred, oh, pissed. <laughs> I would hate, I would hate Thrag coming back. No, but, but of course like, not. I think it'd be awesome if we saw like a small time villain attack and then another superhero like just yeah, comes like out of the sewer. Like, like, is it safe to be bad again? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, Mitch responded on Twitter and said, "Pretty straightforward issue. Huge fight, but the sun with their skin boiling, gross." Super sad seeing Mark all burnt at the end, though. Yeah, he looked gross. And then Buck82 replied and said, I loved this issue. The art was fantastic, the color is beautiful, and the writing top-notch. It's all I have thought about since reading it. Yeah, great issue. Loved it. Um, yeah, anything else before we go into our fan spotlight, guys? Mm. Actually, you know what? I think I actually have one more email. Sorry about that. I have one from Luke. Luke wrote in. Luke. 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 He probably never gets Joyce? that. Joyce. <laughs> uh, Mom. Joyce. He had a couple. Is that you? He had a couple of Invincible related questions. Not really anything to do with 140, but he wanted to know uh, because he was at his local comic shop and he was speaking with a guy working there. He says I asked him about his thoughts on the upcoming Invincible movie, and here are his thoughts. The comics won't go up in value unless the movie is as big as Guardians of the Galaxy. This movie won't do anything for the comic. And the Walking Dead comics were dropping until the show came out. Not sure if he meant dropping in numbers or value, though. I thought his comments were a little on the glass half-empty side and was curious about your thoughts and, and what you think will happen when the Invincible movie comes out and its effects on the comics. That sounds like typical comic book shop guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these comics uh, suck. Like yeah. the, the You Simpsons know what? Guy. I was like, like, we obviously talked a lot about this. But I was yeah. thinking more about this. I think I think it was like yesterday, and I'm starting to have different predictions about this movie. Yeah, I'm starting to think that because this isn't a well-known movie, I feel like they're going to take a lot of chances. Like, I can see them doing something where like Eve, Eve is like African American. Yeah, something like that. I think that this could potentially be a Cirque du Freak type of movie where it's like they try to make it more fun than they do about the story. Would you hate that? Yes. I watched really? Cirque du yes. Freak I cool I that. three I days like... ago with Riker. If it, it if it stays true to what Invincible is, changes like changing her race or something like that obviously aren't a big no, change. No, no, no. I know, if you're asking I know. about Eve, no, I that's, know. I'm not saying I hate that. I know that's not what you meant. I'm saying Cirque du Freak. If yeah. it was like that movie, I would not like but it. But was that because the status of that movie 
You know what I mean? Like, if it stays true to the comic and it's different, I'm okay with that. It wasn't I true to the book. To... Cirque de Freak was not then true to the book. Then there we go. I agree. Then that's not good. Right. But if it's different... But Cirque de Freak tried to take liberties and jam three books into one Eight. story. Oh, yeah. Eight books. And into one. And then, like... If you have not read Cirque de Freak, what yeah, the fuck the... are you doing? Yeah, Like, it's a, it's a teen book. It's so in the teen I... section. Great. But the, last, but the last fucking, like, four are like, oh, I know that these people are... No, li- literally, just get through the first three books, and, and literally from then on, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get through three books, then it's good. No, they're actually small books. I, yeah. I, I read eight of them in two weeks. Um... I'm cautiously optimistic. I know this isn't really what Luke asked, but it's, uh, yeah, I think we got to be prepared for it to be different. Like, and that's okay. Do you, okay, do you think that, like, Deadpool sells more comics now? So that that's the thing. Deadpool, yeah, absolutely. You know what, you know okay, so, I, yes. so you don't think that if Invincible made that much of a mark, uh, like, as a movie, people but would be like, what is this coming from? And Yes, it would. Out. Yes, it would. But is it going to be that? Here's the other question, and I thought of as soon as I read Luke's email. Bill, how much do you think it would cost to go on eBay right now and buy a Kick-Ass issue one? Uh, I don't know, as mu- like ten bucks. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's yeah. like it's like five ten. But bucks. but Kick-Ass was not like Deadpool. No, but people do you think, were not fucking. You think? No, I know. Kick-Ass was the first movie. But here's was the thing. Really the big. Thing. You, th- I don't. I'm Invincible, not so sure not that Deadpool this is big. Be... Not Deadpool big. Right, but do you think Invincible is going to be? Kick-Ass big? You think it's going to be bigger than Kick-Ass? Yeah, I would fucking hope so. I hope so too, but it doesn't mean it's going to be. Invincible issue one is not $10 right now, and there isn't even a movie. So I think the price is set based on the fact that so few copies were made, and those copies went to collectors. Like It is a comic in demand, whereas the Kick-Ass issue one probably wasn't a comic that was ever really in demand. I don't know if they printed as much or if they Mm -hmm. printed way more than Invincible one. It seems likely. I don't know a lot of that kind of detail. I'm not sure. That's like Kingsman, though. Like, Kingsman, obviously, is a popular movie. Was a Mark Miller comic. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it, Mark Miller? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't... I didn't go out and buy a comic book. Yeah. You know what I mean about it? Yeah. I expect... Uh, I kind of expect the Walking Dead effect. I expect the Invincible issues... If the movie is decent, at least, I expect the issues to continue to rise in price for the sheer fact that they are already high, and there's only... There's so few of them. But at the same time, going back to what you said about Unless Kingsman, is a lot of people are watching Kingsman not knowing that it's a comic book. When Invincible comes out, they're going to say, this has to be based on a comic book, and they're going to look it up. By That's Robert true. Kirkman, who is affiliated very heavily with, with The Walking I think, Dead. And I think Walking Dead is hard to compare to because that was an anomaly. Like, that is so... Yeah. That's, that's a worldwide phenomenon that, that you can't really compare to... Walking well, Dead issue one, the skyrocket that it went through. Very few things in our lifetime will do what Walking Dead did. But go, go from a small time comic to the phenomenon that. Yeah, it but I mean, we we talked about how Walking Dead made such a huge impact on our lives, like, mm-hmm. and and how amazing it truly fucking was. And what if they did a show and then Frank Darabont comes out of nowhere. Shawshank fucking Redemption, yeah. Frank Darabont, and makes it a TV show and brings it to life, and it's everything that you hope for the first, you know, a little yeah. bit of it, anyways. Like, if w- they did, uh, I guess they did Walking Dead right. We know that they didn't. You know what I mean? That it could, but I mean, just the fact that that Walking Dead was such a strong comic, and they did the show close enough to where people saw and, mm-hmm. and got the same feeling. Like that's why we read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were like, oh, you have to read this. You have to read this. You have to read this. People are like you have to watch the show. You have to watch the show. Who's to say that's exactly how Invincible was? Mm-hmm. Invincible just needs like a little bit of. It needs awesome marketing. Mm-hmm. It, it needs like perfect, it's absolutely perfect possible. marketing. It is possible. 
I think I so agree. too. I think that it could possibly redefine the superhero genre. Be cool. And that it would be a good mixture between like what Deadpool is and mm-hmm. what like Guardians is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I a rated hope. R Guardians. Yeah, I hope, man. Oh, that's a that's a good way of putting it. I like that. Um, all right, let's transition over into our fan spotlight. We sat down with uh, Jordan Gilbert. Uh, we haven't actually sat down with him as of me saying this, but we're about to record with him. So here it comes. All right, here we are with Jordan Gilbert. How you doing, man? Good, how are you guys? Good, and I pronounced your name right, right? Yeah, yeah, it's oh. just spelled janky, that's all. That's all right. <laughs> I'm always nervous that I'm going to pronounce people's name wrong and then finally get to sit down and talk with them and it's they're like, yeah, it's wrong. Um, no, that's all right. No, no. It's like how we say Voltramite yeah. all this time it's, and then someone's I've like, been oh. working, Voltramite. Yeah, I've been working Viltramite. on it. I've been Vil- saying Viltramite every time. Oh, uh, so, uh, Jordan, when did you start reading Invincible? So I actually started reading it last year. It was about a month after my son was born. Actually, a couple of weeks he was born. But the funny thing is that I had always known about it. I used to work at a uh, shoe store, and one of my coworkers, his name was Saul, he described the series as basically Superman who has a son and kicks the shit out of him and fucks him up. <laughs> um, so I had always known about it for a while, Um I ended up Googling it. I was always, I always saw like pictures and images of like conquest and I'd always known about it, but I never actually sat down and took the time to read it until last year. Mm-hmm. And I started with the first compendium, fell in love with it. And then I got the second compendium, fell in love with that. And then from then on, because I'm a physical person i love to have physical copies of everything i told myself okay i'll wait until i have enough money to buy the trade paperbacks and go from there but no it it became it became an obsession so i had to start reading it online and then i started buying them digitally and then i'm caught up with uh 140 so i mean i've been following it for a while but yeah that's pretty much how that's been going down now were you into comics before invincible yeah, I've always been a comic fan. I think I actually messaged you once. Um, you guys had talked about something about Robert Kirkman's run with uh, Ultimate X-Men. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I messaged you about that. So I've always been a comic fan. Um, I love the Ultimate series, Spider-Man, um, the Ultimate X-Men, mm-hmm. the Ultimates. Um, I mean, being... With with comics, there's so much shit out there that you know. Obviously, I haven't I haven't read anything uh, a lot, but I'm I'm always open to reading new things. I've always been a big reader of uh, Teen Titans, so it was the it was the one where they had uh, it was after Jericho had died and Deathstroke had came back, and it was with uh, Superboy and Kid Flash, the one where he got his uh, kneecap blown off by Deathstroke. So. That was a series that I was into at the time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big comic reader. I love Batman, too. Um, uh, which one of you guys is the Batman fan? Well, we I both mean, are, but TJ's. Yeah, I'm TJ's all up on it. Into the comics. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, I just got uh, Nightfall. They put it on uh, sale on Comixology, so I started reading that. Nice. Have you read it before? I actually haven't. Um, oh, I know they dude. pull, like... Yeah, it looks it, it looks great. I fell asleep on it last night because me being a fucking parent and tired, but <laughs> I um. Oh, go ahead. No oh, good. No, go no, I was just saying. I know that they pulled some parts of that from uh, 
well, they put that some some of the parts into the Dark Knight Rises, so I know him breaking his back and all that. Yeah, my my favorite character of all time is Osriel, who's pretty prominent. Well, he's like one of the most prominent characters in Nightfall. But right. if, you're, if you like that, definitely go back and read Sword of Osriel, which I mean, Osriel's the one who takes up the mantle of the bat. Yeah, he takes and, the mantle, yeah, dude, and then, his, his yeah. story is fucking awesome. And John Paul Bailey is one of the coolest characters in DC. Because he doesn't he start becoming like really violent, and Batman's and Bruce Wayne's got to stop him and he, then reclaim his throne. Yeah, dude. Looking back at it, it, doesn't make any sense why Bruce Wayne would put somebody that's psychotic, literally brainwashed, into right. taking over Batman because he 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 wants to kill everyone, and he just he. I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't been like a DC animated yet, has it? Osriel? I mean, he was in the newest version of Osriel made made it into like the Arkham games and stuff, but that's not the Osriel that I love. Like he's still ordering to us. Are you caught up on Batman? Um, I know what's going on with the uh, rebirth. Um, I think there's like the Riddler and Joker that's going on, but I, you know, it's so easy for me to like to lose track (laughs) of all the comics that are going on because there's just so many things out, and you know. It costs a lot of money too to stay oh, up yeah. on track. I try to just, it, you know. I try to just stick to the main, uh, main Batman. The main ones that you like, yeah. yeah a, few, a few side stories here and there, but mostly just Batman. But right. One question I always try to ask the fans is, uh, who your favorite character is on in Invincible? Um, so I know it's probably going to sound cliche, and to, but, but to be honest, it's probably going to be Mark. Yeah. Um, I just love how he's very determined it, it's kind of like I, I can kind of relate to him he had a kid at a young age he's very determined and he's a persistent character um and that's why i like about him but if i had to not give the obvious cliche uh mark grayson it probably have to be i want to say either alan or nolan um i like how nolan is i love the changes that he went through um because this is a very he's a very well-written character um, you know, he hid his secret for as many years as he did, and then he finally came out. It broke his heart. He beat the shit out of his son, had another family and another son, and, you know, he had to struggle with what he was instilled, what was instilled upon him for thousands of years. I mean, we don't even know how old he is yeah. um, to kind of to break those habits, and then he's finally actually redeemed himself as a character. So, and then plus I love the comedic aspect of him and Debbie, him being a pervert and all that. So, <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite uh, moment, if you can pinpoint one of the series? Uh, as cliche as it may sound, it probably will be Conquest. Um, I just love the fight between him and Mark. They just had, they had a really good chemistry together. And what I love about the series is that each character serves their own purpose um, it's not like, you know, they keep bringing one person back and keep rehashing the same bit. Um, the first fight between him and Conquest was probably my favorite. But if I had to choose my absolute absolute favorite, it was probably the second fight between him oh, and Conquest. Because cool. Conquest, he brought his end game the second time. Knew he wasn't, knew Mark wasn't fucking around. Mm-hmm. And you know, knew one of them was going to die probably at the end. So I love that, and I love the Viltrumite War, too. Mm-hmm. I love the Viltrumite War. That happened, uh, the second fight with Conquest was during the Viltrumite War, right? Right after. It was right, yeah. Right after it, literally yeah. how it ended. 
I thought it was how issue it began, 74. It ended with, uh, that's, that's how Conquest be, began with the end of the Viltrumite War. The second yeah. the second fight was off planet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they went to that planet, yeah. Yeah. So, so what about, so from one major fight to the next, what were your thoughts on 140? Because we already talked about 140. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> 140, I, I absolutely love 140. Um, and that would probably be my second favorite fight in the series. <laughs> um, you know, there's so much that's going on during that entire issue. I probably reread it probably about two or three times. But there's so much going on. I love the fact that the sun is shifting and, you know, there's lava flying everywhere. Um you know, the whole nine yards is just the environmental aspect behind the sun. Um, now, Robot is one of my favorite characters because he is the type to, he's just, he's just a very different character. But I kind of don't like the fact that Robot came to his aid. Um, I mean, I do and I don't because it does add to the story. Yeah. But I really just wanted it to be Mark and Thrag. And I really did like the fact that Kirkman went a different route and just went through Mark's thoughts during the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it does show that he is a completely different person. Um, his mind frame of how he thinks, and he's basically claiming the Viltrumite people as his own now, where he really before wanted nothing to do with them. So yeah, I just love the fact many, that... It wasn't many issues ago that he was contemplating just leaving with and just, he's and just running away. Yeah, all he cared about right. was his individual family. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And then the fact that, you know, how detailed Ryan Otley was with the muscles and showing the tendons, the head butting, just everything, you know. Um, And it it is pretty funny that I find Thrag to be like one of the most pettiest characters in the comic because he literally says, hey, I'm doing this for revenge. Like, fuck you. Like, I I don't even care. Mm hmm. He's very petty. I mean, even yeah. then, at the end of 132, when he ripped them in half and was like, oh, just leave him so his their daughter can die. <laughs> yeah. So he's oh, very man. petty. And and we don't, like like what you were saying with Rex, I don't know, man. Like, it's so hard to predict, like, what's going to happen to cause the robot war. Like, what was robot thinking? Like, Bill brought up a good point on the podcast, like, earlier. What? What was his motive in doing that? Was was he trying to help him? Was he like wouldn't he have just Yeah, why did Robot I think help Mark? The thing is I think he knows that Thrag is the greater evil yeah. of the whole situation. And what I predict is gonna happen is next issue it's gonna be I don't know if time is gonna pass, but I know it's probably gonna be Mark is gonna be into a crisp still. Um, because at the end of the Worldbot War, or after, what is it, the, the cover, 143, Yeah. they show his hair is, like, completely buzzed. But in one, so, on the cover of 142, his two, hair is long. His hair is, is, is long. So, so I mean, I, I, obviously, we know the covers don't really do exactly, much. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, what he's going to look like. Is, is, is he going to be, like, raw muscle? Is he going to have some skin on him? Um, and, and I also think that Nolan will probably either end up dying next issue. He may or may not be able to say a goodbye to Mark. Mm. Um, but with Alan being around and the whole chemistry with him and Ursul, I think Robot might end up killing Alan. I mean, it's a possibility that he might kill Alan, punch him in his eye. I don't know. Yeah, they, but, introduced, um, they introduced that weak weakness. Point. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. going to use that. So mm-hmm. that might sure. be, and I would have, like, Man, several issues ago, I would have thought that Thrag was going to be the one to take down Alan. But now I'm kind of thinking, right. I guess maybe Robot could do it. And you know what's interesting? Because 
Go ahead, Jordan. Well, I was just saying because Alan and Ursul, they're trying to mend the relationship between each other so that way everybody can be a peaceful, you know, unity. But you got Robot over here who's just like, well, I want, you know, he wants the best for Earth, but he is that he's a dictator at the same time. So yeah. he might come between those two and kind of kill both of them off. Mm-hmm. And like, no, I don't want you guys around us. Yeah, I, I had said something earlier that, we're going to find out exactly what robots been up to for the past five years, the five years that we don't mm-hmm. know, because there's got to be some sort of scheming plan there. And TJ yeah, has to be. Yeah. And I was like, well, I think that ro- robots going to make a move with Mark out of commission and that's going to be the next issue. And he was like, well, why would an Alan just, I mean, he has a whole coalition and you said robot could kill Alan. And I think that would be the first step that he would do is kill yeah, Alan, man, get him out, imagine that being get, the... get Alan out of the way. So the coalition's no longer an issue. And then he would only have to worry about Mark, who's on his fucking deathbed. And imagine Mark right. and Alan, or not Mark and Alan, Mark and Nolan laying on, on separate beds next to each <laughs> other, like, conversing and, and yeah. knowing that they're, like, going to die together or something like that. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, you I, know, I, we might see a heartfelt issue. I think that's cool, <laughs> it's gonna but be. it's not, like... I can't see Mark like not. I can't right see Mark not fighting in the robot war. Right. I'm not saying he's, he's not going to fight in the robot war, but imagine Mark not being able to do anything to save Alan's to life. To save Alan? Yeah, I could see that. Especially after Alan That'd just saved his. That'd be fucked up, dude. If Robot even did it like in front of Mark or on the ship right there, it'd be fucking but crazy. Again, what is his reasoning? Like we haven't. Robot hasn't Five showed years. his hand. Five years. Oh. oh, his hand is big and it, mighty. Then why? <laughs> then why save Mark? I know because. Jordan said too. I, I agree too. Yeah, he's, that, he's, yeah. That, I don't he think need, he would. I don't think he, he would. He needed Thrag out of the way. He's I don't think got he would. Terrier motive. Yeah, but like we said in 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 when we talked before, I mean Thrag and Mark were going to kill each other. You know what I mean? Mark could, or uh, Rex could have had both of them out of the way. He didn't he know that though. Mark. He didn't know that. He didn't uh, know that Mark was going to win. I think there's more to it than that. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too. There's no way that he would come to his aid and just, you know, let. Let both of them die or kill both of them. There has to be some kind of ulterior motive behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got one more big thing I want to talk to you about before we let you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Invincible movie, Invincible and other mediums like video game, TV show, anything else that you could think of. What What do you think the future of Invincible is going to be? Uh, I mean, that's a that's a tough question. Um, if in a perfect world, I would want it as an animated series mm-hmm. or as a TV show because I feel like as a movie, there's so much that goes on into this comic that is just impossible to fit into 120 minutes or 150 minutes during the movie. So I feel like an animated show would be the best. Um, I know in the letter columns, Robert Kirkman mentioned um, something about right after as soon as the series ends – something's going to be popping in another medium. Yeah. So we might get another answer. As far as like a Skybound kind of game, um, I know you guys have talked about it before. I can see it happening, and then I don't see it happening. I just, because with the with the Telltale kind of twist to it, where they have so many different um, choices behind it, mm-hmm. it's just it leaves it for a lot of room. And then where were they, what, what like, who would be the character that they would cast it as? I know, I think Mike Barrett mentioned Tara, but I, I don't think that a lot of people would be happy with playing as Tara. They want to be Mark Grayson. They want to be Invincible. Yeah, I think so. If, uh, if it's going to be Telltale, if it is going to be canon with the Invincible comics, it's not going to take place after 
Kirkman ends it. He said before that it's going to be a definitive ending, and I think any stories told are going to be during the course of the series, whether during it's during the five-year gap. During I think if it's Telltale, they're just going to take it straight from the beginning. Like, could, why wouldn't yeah. they do an iteration? They could just retell it somehow. Yeah. Um, they could, yeah. I mean, that, that is possible. Yeah, there's also the Skybound books, you know, that, they, that they're starting, so we might right. get Invincible-related. You know, the thing is, I want to see... Because I'm obsessed with the Viltrumites. I think them as a concept is fucking amazing. I just want to know exactly what their history is, how old they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing is, I know it's kind of like backtracking in the conversation a little bit, but how, I mean, is Thrag older than Nolan? I mean, Nolan has got grays, but Thrag doesn't. Oh, that's true. And Thrag has been around to to make sure that the race you know he was there to make sure that the Viltrumites thrive so how old are they really like how I mean you know what I'm saying like I, this is I I definitely think there's some cool stories to be told there like especially during the beginning when Nolan was first you know sent out and they right. were you know turning planets uh, to their aid and and then Nolan being sent to Earth you know, in the very beginning, the reason he was sent there. And because didn't mm-hmm. he want to, like, move up in the ranks and he was so good at his job that they gave him Earth, like, to himself? Like, I right. think that's a cool concept and there's some cool story that can be told there, too. And that's also right. in the same time frame as the OG Guardians of the Globe, uh, who are some fun characters, too. You got those Justice League, you know. Mm, the Justice League, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that's, that's, there's some cool stories that can be told. There's a lot that you can most definitely do with it. I mean, you got Battle Beast still. Um, Did you, you know, read what's that up with him? What? Did you read that? In yeah, the apparently. They've been t- yeah, they said he's he's gonna make a, a reference to it, but you know, we're never gonna find out what happened to Space Racer either. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, does that bother you as much as it bothers all of us? It, it kind of does because I mean, you got Thrag chasing after him, and then right after that, there was no mention of him, and then they finally brought him up again. During right after Oliver's funeral, it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, where the hell has he been this just entire time? Eating a sandwich, just eating the so sandwich over in the it's corner. Just like, like, it's just like, oh, okay. Well, Space Race is still alive. That's nice. But, you know. Yeah. But I, I trust Kirkman. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are saying that the story is rushed. Um, but I feel like it's going in the perfect direction. I, I feel like it's going too. in the perfect pace. Yeah, I do too. Um, I mean, he's got a reason for everything that he does for the characters, so I, I, I'm fucking with it. I'm with it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the thing is, you can't please everybody. Everybody's gonna say, "Well, this is it's it's too short. It's being rushed." But I feel like it's going at the right pace. Yeah, I mean, I think the first three-ish issues, there was a lot of that. But at this point, yeah. I mean, we it, it's crazy to think where we're at now, and there's still four issues, and we're scratching our heads trying to think of what he can do. Like what are the, yeah. what's the conflict in these next four issues? What what is there left? And to the do? robot issue yeah. is is double size. So yeah. he's making he's gonna be adding even more story to that one issue alone. Mm-hmm. So that way he can get for one forty three and one forty four. And one forty three and one forty four are just gonna be epilogue issues. They're gonna be aftermath issues. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. Um, because after the robot war, I don't really see any more violence or conflict happening in the series. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Do you think Mark's gonna live in the end, or is he dead? I do. I think he is most definitely going to live, especially at this point. You know, when I when I was reading 140 and I saw the solicitations for the rest of the issues, I was like, oh, there's no way that Thrag is going to be 
you know, there's no way he's going to live. I mean, they got the robot war, and obviously there is no robot war without Mark. So Mark is definitely going to live. I just, because, like I say, he is my favorite character, I just wanted him to have somewhat of a happy ending. Mm -hmm. I was actually low-key kind of expecting Eve to die. Um, But, I mean, again, covers don't mean shit in this world, (laughs) so it's possible that Robot could kill her. I mean, who knows? I mean, and like you said, it's literally exhausting trying to figure out um, what's going to happen because we're always, always wrong, <laughs> pretty much. That's right. So. And that's part of the fun of talking about it. Right. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much, man, for joining us. But also, you've, you've been emailing us so much, and you always give us awesome emails to read. So thank you again for that. Almost every month you send us awesome emails. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys being patient with me. Like I said, this whole car bullshit was something I was not anticipating on happening. But <laughs> luckily, my fiancé was the real MVP, and knew how much I want to, I got to talk about you guys all the time. So <laughs> yeah. Well, but thanks for having me guys. Yeah, of course. Hope everything works out with your car. Thank you. And I'll be listening tomorrow. All right. Awesome. All right, man. <laughs> I'm going to go edit it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Bye guys. Have a good night. <laughs> Later. Later. And we're back. Thanks again, Jordan, for chatting with us. Uh, uh, before we go, is there anything else you guys want to chat about? I mean, any movies you guys have been seeing lately? Did you guys see it? We saw it. Twice. Twice. Two times. Two times, two times. So, TJ, go ahead. Quick review of It. <coughs> First of all, Ryan, you should definitely go see it. Was it good? It was very good. I heard good things. So, you hate, like, scary movies? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it, like, I don't think it was, like, very scary. I really don't. But I thought like, that I don't it was... mind movies like, I love Cabin in the Woods, but I hate Signs, if that gives any indication yes. to, for, for people out there. Right, it's it's kind of more cabin in the woods ish. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not like in your face scary. There are some scary parts, um, but I don't think it was like I wouldn't call it like too scary to see. Right. The story was so good and it's so funny, like the kids how in they the interact with the other, how they interact with each other. It, it is very much Stranger Things. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I love Stranger Things. So. Very Stand By Me ish. Right. Mm-hmm. Very. I very think good. that the things that happen to the kids. Outside of like the terrifying clown stuff, like the real life stuff, bullies mm-hmm. and 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 other things that I don't want to get into if people haven't seen it, is actually more disturbing and really? scarier yes. than the clown. Yeah. Wow. yeah, there's a lot of like really fucked up things that happen. Like, it's a new it, it's a new age of movies, and like they're really pushing the bars on what what is considered Jeez. acceptable. Mm-hmm. And the first five minutes, I looked at Bill and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" I literally said that. And we like laughed about no, it. No, we it, said we said, "Well, that was fucked up." Yeah, it was wow. like. So oh, have you have you gone back and rewatched the original? I still have not seen Ugh. the original. I don't. I thought you were going to. I'm going to. I am going to. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it because it's been all over TV. Obviously, it's not even going to compare. Um, yeah. I actually uh, I used to disagree with TJ in saying that it's not quote unquote scary. Yeah. Because I think that it's. First of all, I agree with your statement where it's like there's there's a new era of horror movie, and I think that it's it's blurring the lines of this is a horror movie, so it has to be bad, but it's good for a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was bad. like horror. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, but like horror, even like, even in that aspect, like horror movies are always like, ooh, it's a horror movie, so it's like always gonna get like a 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but yeah. it's still kind of scary. Right. Mm-hmm. This straight up is like a good fucking movie. And like, I don't horror. like moviegoers nowadays. Moviegoers nowadays where they they go to see a horror movie. And I'll be like, was it good? And they'll be like, it wasn't even scary. It was yeah, like I didn't yeah. get scared at all. Okay, well you're a full grown man. You know what I mean? <laughs> was so it good? was it good? Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. they can't see the the line between cool. that. Like it's still a great movie. It wasn't necessarily terrifying, but it was mm-hmm. but it was good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Katie and I have tickets for Kingsman tomorrow night. I'm oh. really excited. 
Uh, we rewatched the first one. We own it's it. Getting we, mediocre reviews. Really? We rewatched the first one the other night. Did the first one get mediocre reviews? I don't feel like it would. I don't know. Um, you both are looking. Uh, I'll let you look. I rewatched the first one the other night. Love it. It's such a fun movie. It's, it's just cool. fun. The music is fun. Me and Left watch it once a month. Once a month we watch. It's one of our go-to movies. We're yeah. like, there's nothing on. Let's watch Kingsman. Yeah. Hundred percent of the time. So I'm really excited for the sequel. Um, I'll set my expectations accordingly. About you know, there. If it's, if yeah. it's, you know, I mean, the first one isn't like the best movie ever, but it's fun, and that's what yeah. I'm kind of setting my expectations for this one. So yep. we'll see. Um, anything else coming out movie-wise or something you guys watch lately? I. So. I always tell you guys to read this or watch this, and you never do it because you're not my friends. Mm-hmm. But I am friends with, <clears throat> with a with a guy named Devin Barry, mm-hmm. who told me that if you're a fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, you will read the comic. Ba- it's not really like a comic, but they're they're kind of like series. Um, three of them come out, I guess, in a year, and those three. Are a story, and then three more will come out the next year. Those three are a story, mm-hmm. and I read the first one, and it's awesome so far. What is it called? It is. <laughs> I don't remember what the first story is called, but it's Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you said it's like Avatar: The Last Airbender. You did say if you like Avatar: yeah, The Last Airbender, like, it's like yeah. it. It's, <laughs> a, it's the last, it's Airbender last Airbender. Comic? So the last it's Airbender comic book. Comics. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been reading. Is it old? Been, I mean, there's. I think, like I said, like three. They're small books. You can read them in one sitting. It's probably the size of maybe three comics, three, three regular issue comics. Yeah. But it's like like a small book, like soft cover, you know. Uh, three of them come out a year that make one story. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to. And I think there's 12 of them out right now. Is I think it I'm canon? Going to rewatch before it's canon. I read those. Really? I'm going to rewatch before I read those because I need to rewatch It is so canon. Good. And I, I read the first, the first part to the first three books you know you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because the first three books is one story Mm -hmm. then the second three books is one story when i purchased them at i got them at fan Fan expo the guy told me that the second set explores zuko's mom and he said simply all i'm going to tell you is that that story arc will rip your heart out so i can't wait to get to that Mm. but the first one was awesome and it's very much avatar last year is it written by the the creators? I don't know if it is, but it's got to be. The, the humor oh, is the same. Does. Feels the same. The humor is the same. The dialogue, the story is the same. Like it's it's funny. The 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 fighting choreography mm-hmm. is very much. It's awesome. Speaking of anime related things, we don't watch too much. We did watch One Punch Man, Bill, Not and good. I'm sure you guys. It is good. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Uh, in my downtime away from work, when I had a few days off, I've had friends tell me to watch Death Note, and I finally watched almost on all Netflix. Of it. Yeah. It, like the, it? the movie no, that just came no, out? No, they, they, okay. Because I was going to say, no, that's no. getting fucking like, panned by no, everyone. But the original, even though the original might not be the anime, but anyways, the anime, which came way before. It's older. Okay. Um, like, one scene in New York City had the Twin Towers in it. So it's it's a little bit older. Um, awesome. Bill, I said it about One Punch Man. Trust me. Watch at least some of it. I will okay. say one thing. It is, like, the best season of Dexter that never aired. It's huh. really good. Unlike, do, you know, do you know the premise of it? Uh, I know that a boy finds finds, finds a notebook it? from a demon or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and from, if you look, whoever write their he name, in it, dies. they die. Yeah. However, he tells them to yeah. die. So un- <clears throat> very much unlike when TJ suggests something, I, I will actually do that immediately, Ryan. <laughs> you do. Whenever Ryan <laughs> yeah. suggests something, what would uh, I suggest you to watch? Fucking 
We do a podcast based off of Robert Kirkman things, and I suggested Outcast to you, and you're like, didn't you watch eh. it? And then he was like, One Punch Man, which I watched. Based on us, looks terrible. Like I watched. Even Ryan can admit, like it, it, you know what I mean. And you you jumped on One Punch Man immediately. It was so good though. And then I and then two three weeks later, when you when I brought up that you and I reamed you about, it, I was like, really, you watch One Punch Man before you watch Outcast? Then you watched like two episodes. I wonder why I only watched two episodes, but the entire season of One Punch Man. What up? Um, uh, Jen, who did the Invincible cosplay, did a Genos cosplay. The guy in One Punch Man. Mm, it was mm-hmm, really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the any TV shows you guys been watching? I started The Deuce, which has James Franco in it. It's an mm-hmm. HBO show, and it's about like it takes place in the seventies during like the porn and and oh, prostitution. I heard about it. It's James like James Franco, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Franco. He plays he plays twin brothers yeah and it's the best thing he's ever done really like it really I is i mean it. it's two two episodes out i think maybe the <clears throat> third oh no no it's sunday is when it comes out um but it's like i i don't really necessarily like james franco mm-hmm. and very much stuff that he does but he's really fucking good in this cool but there's not I, much going on right I, now it's i want to watch um i've been meaning to start ozark that's the one you recommended right oh my and god yes chatting guys Listened to it or watched it on our recommendation, and I know they're liking it. So yeah, I wanna I wanna give it a shot. Very good. TJ, any TV shows? I can't really think of any offhand, but I know that there was the Orville that I started just to give it a shot. Oh, I watched two... the first episode and I wasn't impressed. I actually thought it was not bad. I was expecting it to be like, what's that one movie he did? Like the West movie. That Thousand Seth... Ways to Die in the, the West. In the West that, that Seth MacFarlane did from Family Guy. And he's the main character in this, and I thought it was going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. It was not terrible. I don't think it was terrible. I think the ending, I think the show has a little bit more heart. I think it's less it was crazy le- yeah, than it's what not, people are thinking it's yeah, going to be. I, I, I was expecting family guy humor where it's just ridiculousness, and I don't think that that works live action. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like that. There was it, was, it was a little bit like that, but it wasn't just ridiculous humor. And there was a lot of character building and there were like intimate moments yeah i thought it was i thought yeah. it was pretty when good. it shows the banana age really fast he's like we will no longer fear the fear the banana i, I, I will say, out loud. i will say this we are all fans big fans of last man on earth i think that oh, i like the fuck yes the first episode of orville more than i liked the first episode of last man because last man first episode of last man i was like yeah i guess i'm intrigued to watch more and then i watched more and as it continued it got awesome I think that this has potential to be get to get awesome. To it's be not getting there yet. to be get to awesome. be get awesome. Uh, on, I haven't watched anything new, but I'm hoping that the second season comes out soon because they just released the first season on Netflix, which everyone should watch. The Good Place with, with uh, Kristen. Kristen Bell. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Is it really? It is so funny, and the story the is so good. Tra- they they like that was one of those trailers that Hulu like shoved down your throat. I yeah. remember. and it's fuck, dude. It's so Katie, and you will fucking love. It. You'll mm. eat it up, dude. And like Liz and I watched it religiously. Really? Every week. Every week we waited for it. Just like that and Last Man on Earth we couldn't wait for. One uh, show that... Go ahead. No, I was going to say Last Man on Earth should be coming back soon, right? So uh, October 1st. Place. Is it really that soon? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Do you remember how it ended? Yes. Yes, right. I do. Yeah, good stuff. Uh... One show that you swear by, Ryan, you always try to get me to watch. I came so close to watching it the other day because it was on DirecTV to stream the entire first season. This is us. This is us, dude. It's Get literally everything dude, I've seen that was just people, women crying. That's yeah, all. That's it what is. you said. Uh, <laughs> that's what you said. Um, uh, Thirteen reasons why you said that's depressing too. True. So trust me, it is really good. It is yeah. really. Good I'm sure. Show. I like I said. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I just have trouble with what I've seen. I have trouble picking it up. But at the yes. same way, Thirteen Reasons oh, no. Why, with it being very like I teenager, yeah. depressing, I can understand why you don't want to pick it up. But yeah. that is a great but show. I will, I'll, I'll watch it. I will never watch This Is Us. 
I, I don't I don't care how good it is. It just it looks so boring it and not looks interesting. Boring and not interesting. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it's good though. I'll watch it eventually. What about video games? Or do you have another show? Oh my god, no video. I've been playing. I, I was playing so much Destiny Two. It's so good, everybody. If Should I get it? I don't like online games. Bill, Should I get it? Should Bill, I? Because I have headphones. Bill, you Bill, wouldn't like it. You would like it, and no, I would let you like play it. it. In fact, I should just let you pl- borrow it. Um, you have headphones. You you would love playing with us. We play all the time. We're constantly on. Anybody listening, email us. You could play with us. It's such a fun game, Bill. You would like it. But I I Here's, haven't played a lick of the first one. You don't need to. Or anything. You don't need to. All right. Other um, what was I about to say? Is there a campaign? Like, is yes, there a story? And the story like... missions are awesome, and it's a good length for that kind of game. Hmm. How long? Six, seven hours. That's short as shit. No, for when that's the small part of the game. Like, I guess that's, so. That's... Ryan has been playing Destiny 1 since he was born. That's how long he's been playing. I actually this fucking, did like, not play it the first hours. year it came out. I didn't play it how many, didn't. how many hours do you think, realistically, you've put into to oh, Destiny 1. Do Destiny you even 1? know? Oh, I know. It's a lot. I don't okay. know offhand, but it's... I know how many I've put into Fallout 3. It's several hundred. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. How much did you put into Fallout 3? Like 300. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to say it was five, 600. Like... Holy fucking shit, Ryan. Dude, it's All so they much. do is play... No, how many they years straight... They cancel plans. How many years straight did you play Real Fallout plans 3? to play Destiny. Uh, we, not many. We like played, two or three. That's what I mean. We played Destiny 1 for three yeah. years, and now Destiny 2. Like, it's... Fun. You'll see. You'll see. I'll, I'll tell you more about it. All right. I, d- I did something what? based off of TJ's. Did What'd you have something? You no, I was going to go more video oh, okay. games. So I got a PlayStation Now subscription. <laughs> did you? For $20 a month. Did you? Worth you, it, right? And it is fucking amazing. That's what I keep I saying. Like and it's so overwhelming. Huge. I said, so overwhelming. I said, literally, this is how I sold it to Bill. I said, PlayStation Now was created for, for you. Like Bill. For yes. you specifically. Mm-hmm. So people that like to go back. To play older games and to play games that they never got to play. I was wondering why you were playing like Uncharted One. I was like, what three is Uncharted happening? Three. Oh, it was yeah. Uncharted Three. Yeah, I played. So I, I Fallout Three is fucking on there. Yeah. And dude, I can play that on my Vita. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, so that uh, God of War Three, and then I've been wanting to replay God of War. Yeah, 3. dude, just those games like you're just like casually wanting mm-hmm. to be like, eh, and I have nothing to do right now until, um, what the fuck, uh, Wolfenstein Two comes out soon, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. I think that's uh, all. In a week, the Super NES um, Classic Edition will be out, <coughs> and I'll be able to play that because it only requires. Did you thumbs. pre-order it though? Yeah, Matt actually. Our friend Didn't Matt they fuck that up and have to like refund? Oh money yeah, or something I did like do that. You fuck. You were part of the fuck up. Yes, but they don't take your money. It's just like you just hold it. Oh yeah. Okay. So that wasn't a big deal. But we did get a pre-order, and so I will have that. Um, so I will be playing some regular NES. Interesting. How often do you play your your NES mini thing? I've beaten half the games on it and I, I want to play it some more i can I definitely play it now that i don't have fingers um so i was actually going to be playing it this week hmm. but no i love it i love going back to old games mm-hmm. another so. game that came out that surprised me i was like oh this is just fucking out now mm-hmm. is not a game to be taken seriously but um marvel vs. capcom Three. came out i played the demo and i was so unimpressed dude oh that's where ultron yeah we fucking like the... lived oh, yeah. for marvel vs. capcom 3 oh yeah and this three, is one, two is awesome, three is awesome, and this one was just, amazing. Dude, this one just really? wasn't that good. It's sixty dollars. I don't think I would pay don't. sixty dollars. It's a full price game. I don't know no. if I'd pay that. Redbox it. The in, only in thing that week. I don't like that I hated about it when they announced it is that it's like they're they're only going with like the movie people. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, yeah, I hate no, that. Like yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom three was there's awesome because no it was like it was Iron Man, 
Wolverine and like Spider-Man all in one game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that's got to be like just. Yep, I, I know. Like it. The cinematic? Yeah, it's just cinematic. Characters. Oh, really? Yep. Because yep. Marvel doesn't have the rights to throw oh. around like that. There, there, there's that whole beef with Fox and all Interesting. that crap. Interesting. All right, but so rounding us out, before we go, how about some comic books? TJ? Well, I talked about Last Airbender, which is oh, a comic. Oh, yeah, that's true. We did mention that. So, um, I um, haven't read too much other stuff. Uh, Saga is Saga. continues to be awesome. It's just every... I almost hate reading it month to month, though. Dude, I really fucking hate it. I'm too behind. I normally, I pretty Benjamin. much wait. On oh my god, you're like, fucking. I like to read yeah. three. Oh I like to le- read like three at a I time. It's one of those things that I can't help it. I want to let them build up and binge them. I just can't help it. When a new one's out, I have to read it. It's like, are you really gonna wait to watch an episode of Game of Thrones? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Where I can't believe you? how it ended. Game of Thrones. No. Oh. <laughs> Saga. Saga. Um. Uh. This. Uh, today i got my issue because my comic shop is only it doesn't open on wednesdays which sucks so i get them on thursdays but i got the new issue um the first issue of gasolina i want to try that i've been hearing good things about that yeah um and before we came in here to record another skybound comic kill the minotaur uh universal is making it into a movie hmm so that that's a comic that's on like issue four or five or something like that, and that it's already uh, being made and, into a and movie. They have the rights. What's the Universal synopsis? The Otley did a cover. Yeah. Oh wait. Mm, Didn't he? No. no the he one did. that he keeps showing is no. That's uh, Lopper. Yeah, Head Lopper. Uh, Head Lopper. Um, but Not anyway, that one. I thought he did the cover. Of one it's one. a Greek mythology. You know the the oh. labyrinth, Minotaur, Daedalus. Like it's, it seems really a cool. Minotaur. I what knew movie? one what of movie? you were going to say that. Movie, movie? Don't ask me that stupid question. Ryan, what movie? Uh, you guys like it. What movie, TJ? Role models. Yeah, role yeah. models. Um, don't I, believe it. Yeah. No, I don't believe my eyes. A, a Minotaur. Minotaur. Did I guys show you a picture of my? Rub a dub dub. Did I show you a picture of my hand? When oh, the I don't, I don't, me off. Do you want to see it? Yeah, okay. It's not too bad. I don't do good with real gore. I really don't. I can take TJ, anything. Yeah, I'm probably going to see it. You saw it for like a second, but it's not bad. A... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck Let my me... ass. Oh, fuck my ass. Get out of my leg. Oh, forgetting Sir Marshall. Great oh, my God. You have a Z on your hand. Yep, it was uh, Zora. Like a... Zora was my doctor. Uh, that does it for us. We should wrap up. This was a good long episode. Uh... Remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Uh, TJ, you okay? I'm good. Is there a B? No, I was trying to <laughs> smack him, but... <laughs> Why are you trying to smack me? Uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back in two weeks. Look out for New York Comic Con. We're excited for what's going to be announced there. And uh, what, Bill? Hey, I have, a, I have a suggestion. If you guys can't wait two weeks, why don't you just cut this episode in half, and this can be a part two, like a, like a two-parter. Seriously, this is a long episode. It's going to be like so two hours long, so is. enjoy. Enjoy. Or this and could be like a, a part one of one. Ha! Yeah. Ah, get it? Oh, no, part fucking one of one. robot war. All right, everybody. You don't fucking know things. Thanks you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
thing of all. There's a counter on this ball. Skip it. Skip it. What else you got? <laughs> oh, those are the two that have been in my head all day.